Hello, everybody. Welcome to Core. This is Core episode, oh, I don't even know, 202. It's uh, uh, Wednesday, December 4th, 2019. We are nearly done with this year. This godforsaken year. Just kidding. It's actually not been that bad. Uh, I'm Scott Johnson. I'm here with Bo Schwartz and John Jagger to talk about the world of video games and issues surrounding it. And um, I think it'd be fun to talk immediately about my action RPG problem that I had all week. And it's come to a head, and I'll, I'll kind of explain what I mean by that in a second. But I'm glad um, that we've that we've included this in our conversation today because it is a real head stumper. Head stumper? Head scratcher for me. Well, why did I say head stumper? That's not right, is it? Head stumper? Uh, head stumper's something you do. I don't know. Nobody head stumps. Nobody head stumps, right? <clears throat> oh, unless there's a gross thing. It could be a gross thing. Sure. Well, at the school I went to, it was a title they gave to the person who fooled everybody. Oh, for real? They oh, call them a head stumper? Like stumping them with a sweet puzzle. Nice. Right. Were you the head yeah, stumper at every sense. every point or any point in your career in high in school? No, I'm not. I'm not good at. It. I don't have a good poker face. All right. Well, I, I, you've. Uh, I should tell you, you've inspired me in the last couple of weeks to work on my my Werner Herzog voice, but I'm not going to do it here. Um, I heard some of it during your uh, your big stream that you did, the charity stream. Oh yeah, that was fun. Uh, a few people I see in the chat were there for that as well. Thank you guys for being there. It was it was really fun. We made like three grand for uh, foster kids, which felt really good. Plus, we played a whole bunch of those games, and it reminded me how much fun it is to play those Jackbox games with friends online. And we should do more of that uh, with each other because man, Drawful Two is still a riot. And it's still fun to draw a bum, you know, to make a, a bum, a guy with a bum. I like to do that. Anyway, hey, so there's stuff to talk about, and here's what it is. I've been on this quest. Uh, John called it a vision quest. Maybe it is. I don't know. I call it an Oculus quest. All right, thank you. I actually used that today. I was playing. I was doing a workout in a boxing game today on my quest, and I got real sweaty there for a while, so that was, that was good. They should um, have a game called Vision Quest on the Oculus Quest. <laughs> Does it have to be based on the film Vision Quest from the eighties or no? No, I just mean more like a like a psychedelic acid trip. That's a rite of passage for a tribal a member of a tribal society. You gotcha. know, Vision Quest. Okay. Does anyone here remember Vision Quest the movie, or is it just me? Mm, I don't think I've seen it. No. Okay. I'm pretty sure it's fantasy ish, uh, bad, and I think it has a boob in it. Pretty sure it has boobs, a pair of boobs, probably both boobs. It's pretty rare you just get one boob in a movie. It's been my experience. Total Recall gave you three, and I like to think that some other movie had to give you one just to balance out the world. <laughs> Hold on, though. We can't just skip oh, past so that's that. that's Vision Quest that balanced it out? No, what did? What movie had one boob that balanced it out? Let's give it, a, let's give it some thinking Does here. Does side boob count, or are we talking full front boob? It has to be full front boob, nipple and everything. Yeah. It's got to be the whole round. The I whole gotcha. unit. Yeah, the whole piece yeah. of... The whole um, kitten caboodle there. One boob. I mean, is it is that what Justin Timberlake was trying to do? You know, when you lead someone somewhere and you realize you've just you've gone the wrong way, yeah. and you got to decide whether or not you're going to just suck it right, up and yeah. say, "Whoops, I went I went the wrong direction with well, no, this, this one." Is, this is good. I want to know what the one boob movie is. Well, maybe you know, John or Bo. Maybe you maybe that's it. Two thousand four, Timberlake and. Uh, uh, what's her name? Jackson, Janet Jackson, got oh, on the stage. Oh, yeah. There and then, you go. That, that well, allowed Total Recall. Uh, some, let's see. It's not a movie though. Well, what was Total Recall? Ninety. Ninety, right? 
I think. Yeah. So 90 to, to 2000 plus four more years. So we're 14 years in the future before we could take advantage of the deficit or the, sorry, the overage of boob created by uh, Total Recall. Oh. And then they made it equal again when he went and ripped that thing off of her, uh, off her booby. So we've right. got an answer in the chat room. Oh. They say that Kung Fu had a movie, had a, had a girl with a, a uniboob or a monoboob. Really? Okay, there we go. And Kung Fu Enter the Fist. Oh, when did Kung Fu Enter the Fist come out? So we just know how long the imbalance in our world lasted. <laughs> how did we live before Kung Fu put us back yeah. on the path? Where? When was that? That was probably seventies. <laughs> yeah, Kung. Oh, Kung Pao. Oh. Kung Pao. That's it. Yep, there's a picture over here. Kung Pao one boob. But do we see her boob? Or does she just have one boob? Uh, the point is, it's the revealing nature of the boob that matters. It is, it is, but it would be perfect if she just had one, because then the one that had three is also equally weird. Nobody should have three boobs. I posted it in the Discord. It's clothed, though, so I think... I'm just I'm oh. getting a message from our lawyers right now. That, nope, it doesn't count if it's clothed. She definitely has one boob. I think that counts. <laughs> I think it counts. It does. Well, I don't see it. I don't well, see no, no, the it, But in the movie, oh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> we established at the beginning of this conversation that it was nudity that was involved. Look, what, not the uh, number of boobs. And then there's always the person that doubles down and goes, no, this is the right way. <laughs> the right see, Mallrats, <laughs> Mallrats had three. The um, the gypsy, gypsy, the fortune teller, excuse me, had three. But one of them was fake because she pulls off the areola and eats it at the yeah. end. Oh, I'll never, I'll never forget that. I was like, Kim, when I watched it, I was like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> she ate her nipple. <laughs> All right. What uh, I was saying so is he can see he can see the pizza. He can't see the pepperoni. That's what you're talking about. And if me. it did count, then we'd be searching for two yeah. singular. Well, then we'd just be searching for a pair. Actually, I think maybe this gets us out of the conversation. Yeah, it does. Quick. It takes us right out. <laughs> I see it off ramp. <laughs> I'm starting to push the brake. <laughs> nice job. We're going to get to a rest stop. Everyone's going to pee. We'll all feel better in the morning. All right. Uh, okay. So the third boob, the missing yeah. pair, is the one from Mallrats. Okay. Got it. Fake or not, it counts. Okay. We'll, we'll think. All right. Thanks, Kevin Smith. You brought us more than we thought. All right. So uh, uh, where was I? Oh, um, so I've been trying to scratch that itch all week for the Diablo thing. You guys have been playing it again. And you might say, hey, Scott, why don't you just play Diablo? I would like to report that I did. That was one of the ones. I started a seasonal character. It just wasn't doing it for me this time for some reason. I even played my main, which is usually what I end up doing if I get bored in the season. Um, a mage I've been playing since the beginning, and that wasn't really doing it for me. And I thought, maybe I just need something new, so let me just look around. So I played Warhammer Crossbane again. I uh, played it when it first came out. It kind of launched bad. People had said it and gotten better. Reviews had improved, so I went in there and checked it out. It's still kind of bad. It's not good, uh, unfortunately. Although a lot of people say Sigma a lot, so that's happening. Sigma. Uh, Shadows Awakening. I don't know if you guys have heard of that, but that was on sale for 10 bucks. I thought, well, I'll try that. It's another isometric sort of RPG thing, but it's more of a puzzle game than an action RPG. But there is loot. There is random drops and like sarcophaguses to kick over and get money out of and junk like that. So there's got a lot of trappings of the Diablo thing, uh, but it's not quite the same. So that wasn't really doing it for me. I relaunched Grim Dawn. Of all of these, it probably did it for me the most as I played it the most. I played for a whole bunch of hours, and that game is really good. Uh, took a brand new character from 0 to 30 or something. Um, and then I thought, well, all right, I've done that. 
but now we're kind of in that groove again. What else is there? Played a little more Warhammer 40k Inquisitor. Played Torchlight 2 with mods. That's a weird thing to do. Because uh, that came out, well, same year as Diablo. It came out in 2012. But the mod scene is crazy for that game. And I didn't know all that stuff existed. So I played that with a bunch of mods that were recommended to me. And one of them in particular is really cool. They added a whole bunch of classes, which is crazy. I don't know how they do this, but there's classes in there. Everything's supposed to be balanced really well. New items, itemizations all balanced. Um, I can't remember what else they added. Oh, some new areas and quest lines. and a bunch. I mean, people are crazy with that game, I guess. I guess there's just tons of mod stuff happening in that scene. So I played that a bunch. But at the end of the day, it's like, well, all right, this is just, you know, this is more torchlight. So that's cool. What else is there? And I kind of ran out of ideas, so I ended up just giving up and playing XCOM 2 again, which makes no sense. Maybe that's what I wanted all oh. the time, because that I'm enjoying the hell out of again. It's like, oh, brand new game, having fun in here. I named somebody Bo. It doesn't Bo. make sense, yeah. but I got to ask you something about it. Yeah, go ahead. Are you playing the expansion uh, with it? I am playing the expansion with it, yes. It's all there together. Okay. I started it that way, which I didn't the first time I played it. So this is my first time playing with the expansion in, in tow. And my understanding, and you can correct this or maybe just explain this. Uh, what's the expansion called? Cho War of the Chosen? Uh, War, War of the Chosen, yeah. So War of the Chosen is there. What difference does it make for people? What does it do? Uh, all of that Star Trek stuff. Well, it's not Star Trek, but the existence of Worf and uh, Deanna Troy mm -hmm. being in there. The Chosen enemies, which is like the nemesis system from Lord of the Rings to some degree where there are these kind of super baddies that will occasionally show up on missions and they have special traits like maybe they can move completely undetected unless in direct line of sight or you know grenades won't hurt them or you know they can have a whole bunch of rules and every time you engage them those rules can expand if they get away so you, your goal is to kill them but they're also extremely deadly so you run the risk of losing your troops to them um and there's four of them that kind of haunt you throughout the campaign to some degree. Okay. Um, I can't remember if the zombie-like enemies were in the original game. That's the problem is I didn't like XCOM 2 that much when it first came out. Mm. And I didn't try it again until War of the Chosen. So it is a little hard for me to say what exactly was expansion versus original. But I know all the story trappings with the other uh, races joining you and all of that. I think all that's new and expansion content and definitely the chosen showing up. Right. Uh, that's all new as well. Yeah. And it's very, I think I'm, I'm early in this run through, but it's very good. And I just, I guess what I was, I guess I didn't even know it, but I needed some turn-based something in my life. And this turned out to be it. And I say all that, um, forgetting to mention all the other turn-based games that I reinstalled and played around with a little bit before I settled on this. So I kind of just had one of those weeks where I was trying to find, I was trying to find both the itch and the scratch this week, if that makes any sense uh, from a gamer's perspective. And it was tricky to find XCOM two is now scratching my itch vigorously uh, for now anyway. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. I should have mentioned, I also played about 45 minutes of uh, path of exile, but, same same thing, just sort of move past it and ended up in XCOM I will 2. give you one tip yeah. if you end up struggling with XCOM 2. Because I'll tell you the one thing that I did not like that they did with XCOM 2 going between the first one and the second one 
was almost every mission in XCOM 2 had some sort of time limit to it. And mm. I'm not a big fan, not really time limit, but round limit. Mm. Um, and I'm not a big fan of that. Uh, there is an option that still gives you a perfectly legit game, but it just you can go into advanced settings for your campaign and you can say double uh, uh, double timers. Oh, so for people like me that like to play a little more slow and methodical, mm -hmm. which granted the game isn't necessarily designed around, but that's how I like to play. That was the difference between playing and not playing for me. Yeah, so I, I hate it, that setting. I turn that off whenever I can because I hate timers. Hate them, especially uh, not yeah. just timers, but like turn limits. F off. F right off. Jump jump off the cliff you came up, up on. That's not the phrase. But anyway, that's <laughs> what they should do because that sucks and I don't like it. So I vote, well, the good I'm, news is you can turn I, you may have to start a new game in order to do it, but you can you can set it to where basically if they give you 10 rounds to complete a mission, it would give you 20. OK, well, that's a lot better than 10. I can tell you that. Uh, XCOM is really fun. It is, right? It's really good. Did yeah. either of you get, you, did a good attempt? To do I don't know if this is expansion content or if this is maybe just a DLC, but you can play as robots. Oh, uh, mechs. Well, They're you can great. You can play as uh, Star Wars guys, too, but that's mods, I guess. It's got no, no, no. This is uh, native to the game. Like you can build uh, mech, like AI mechs and they serve as cover for your flesh dudes. Really? So you, you send the mech up and then you send your dude up and you hide behind it like the end game of XCOM one. If you think that's the end game of XCOM two, it is. You get way cooler weapons and and powers. And I had I had a I had a psychic guy called Kalthos, and he just like blew up. He's like just basically a mage. He's just like with psi powers. It's. Wow. I think if you're enjoying it, you should keep playing it and get the War of the Chosen expansion. I mean, maybe wait for a sale because I think it's pricey, but. Well, I it's have, way better than I have it. One. I have it on there and installed. Um, I guess, but if people are out there listening, if uh, Bo's right, you should get the expansion. Expansions often f finish a game in a weird way. Uh, uh, this expansion is literally playing the game over again, but with right. extra stuff like Civ. It's right. basically a Civ expansion. So you're almost shortchanging yourself at this point if you want to play XCOM without it. Yeah. 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 I don't even think they sell it without it now think you get it if you buy it that could be not sure they'd though. be crazy no. too because honestly that game with the expansion is night and day uh difference in nope, my feelings towards the game mm. xcom 2 collection 128 dollars mind you that also puts the reinforcement pack and resistance warrior pack in there but oh wow yeah they're two oh uh, were the what tactical legacy no I'm yeah, it's a full box price for the expansion and for XCOM. Too. Oh, is it? Okay. I thought they were. Point. I thought they had, like did a game of the year edition type thing where they had both in there, but not, not yet. Although there may be one. Okay, so XCOM two and XCOM. It's ninety five bucks Canadian for both. Still high price point for a game. Yeah, gotta go on sale soon though. That's probably. So. I think it may have even been on sale during that fall thing. I'm not sure. But. Like I know when I got into it, the base game was on super sale, and then I paid full price for the expansion. And it was worth it. I have a lot of hours, and I don't, I don't regret that purchase at all. There's an entire... And I don't know if you've messed with the features, Scott, but one of my favorite things that they put in the uh, expansion yeah. is you can create posters of your team after every single mission. Actually, you can create posters about every single event. So if somebody dies, there's a button that's like memorialize or something like that. And then you get this weird little like tool like it's almost like um like photo mode to some degree in other games 
to create a memorial poster for the character that died. And as you play the game going forward, you will see little you'll see the poster in the world like hanging on walls like propaganda. Oh, wow. So it might be if I put Bo in the game and his character died, I take a picture Wait. of my character, Bo, and there he is in his uh, short shorts that I gave him. And it's like, do it for him. Uh, and then that's, <laughs> then that's now a poster that's all over. I've, the, I've made the posters of us. Have you not seen my posters no. for, for all of us? No. Yeah, I, I did uh, as well. They're great. I, I want to see them. Share them in Slack. Scott, you're one of the characters for sure. Yeah, get me in there. Am I dead? I'm probably dead, right? Dead. Uh, no, no, you're not dead. Oh, okay. Okay, you're not in that picture. Hang on. I'm looking for one. <laughs> With the, I've got I literally have 78 pictures. It's not a deep it's not a deep fake porn where it looks like me on the face of a porn actor. No, though. no, no. You're okay. good. You're All good. Right. You're good. All right. Hang on. You know, that's a <laughs> thing. That's a thing they I'll do find now. A, find a good one of you. So Appar apparently that's but, a thing they do now and it looks really realistic. Like they're like uh, I've not seen an example. I, I so I can't really speak to this, but I've heard that you can find like, oh uh I heard Natalie Portman did some hardcore thing and then and now there's a video of Natalie Portman's face looking oh. as real as ever on some Poor girl. I mean, if the Nicolas Cage videos are an in, in indication, I mean, they're everywhere on YouTube. That's Here's true. a picture of you and uh, Kobayashi. Oh, sweet. You're putting it in Slack? In Discord. Discord. I'm looking now in Discord. I want to see this. Oh, look at this. Yeah, look at that group. Yeah, Kobayashi and Johnson. And that's, uh, that's me, and that's you, Kobayashi, and that's actually Kristen's character. I yeah. made her a baldy. Oh, no, wait. That isn't. That's Lily Stormstep. Can I make... <laughs> <laughs> look Kristen I've made one for like everybody but like uh that is just she looked like Lily because she has a red shirt and she's wow Asian <laughs> I called her Lily Stormstead was I just a regular old soldier with a regular old assault rifle kind of guy is that what I was doing no uh, I made you the um not the support the medic Oh, okay. Not the medic, the tech, techie, tech, tech guy. Tech the, guy. He's got the hovering. So you you uh, get drone. a little drone. You send the drone out, and the drone, like, yeah, you know, can do stuff remotely. You can hack and things like that. You're a tech guy. That's cool. They actually do a lot of rifle damage. Um, you can spec them up to be pretty formidable. Yeah. Oh yeah, I get John. I put John in the game. You're gonna love this because uh -oh. John likes to make fun of me in XCOM too by making me pick shorts. I, I gave did. him the Star Wars helmet. You know what's his name? Lobar or whatever. Lobot? Yeah, yeah, look at this. Here's a picture <laughs> Ball awesome. head and the Lobot. Oh yeah, you yep. can get I was gonna say you can buy you can get all kinds of workshop stuff for oh, Star Wars. Sweet. Stuff. They gave me the, the name Revenant. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Isn't that cool? I'll live with a cool uh, weird lobot head strip if I get You're to really good. You're also a techie. You basically you and Scott and XCOM could start throwing pot. Here's one of Scott looking badass. There we go. One more photo. All right. This is a great there. podcast. Sorry, in, sorry chat room. I don't have a way to show you this easily, but oh yeah, look at me, dude. That's you with your um alien tech uh, armor. I'm Who's ready to roll. The person in the the alien in the back with the cigarette and the bandana. Yeah. That's the NPC you get. Um from that tribe. Oh, that you day. took his helmet off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty ugly underneath his helmet. <laughs> no joke. He is ugly under that. Wow. Uh, he's a very strong character, though. Advent Wrecking Crew. Advent will fail. Who's your writer for these? These writing this. No, uh... they automatically populate. Oh, with they them. do. Kelthos is in, in that one. Is it like playing? Uh, it's like doing. Oh, shit. <laughs> you got Lucio, too. <laughs> what? You got Lucio in that? 
Look at the, look at this one. This guy with the blue helmet and the the hair standing up. Oh my gosh, dude, that is Lucio. <laughs> you get some really because in this game, like the other game was like humans versus um aliens, right? So oh. you take their tech a bit, but everything's very human. But in this one, you actually really adapt to the alien physiology uh, in a way because you have these cross species that are part human. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot more, there's just a lot more to, it's not about repelling all the aliens. It's just about repelling the bad ones. It's, you know, there's bad humans. Now. Have you, have you felt any desire to go and um, check out that Phoenix point thing that just came, or is it even out? Did Phoenix Point come out? So this is the guy I didn't that... finish my campaign. I, I'm talking about XCOM right now. I'm like, I might go and finish XCOM. Let's see. Phoenix Point game. Let me see what the deal is. So this is the original XCOM dude from the 90s. Oh, it did come out this week, says uh, Killamarack in the chat. Um, the, the, he's the guy behind the original XCOM series, not the more recent thing. He doesn't have any control over that IP. But he made this game, or they had been working on this game to show to when we covered E3 this year um, called Phoenix point, And it's supposed to be very much in the vein of XCOM with a whole bunch of other depth to it. And I was just curious how this is reviewing. So let me just see review. I wonder how this is. Cause this is brand new. You know, I found a review on PC gamer, giving it a 77%. It seems just okay. The first one that popped up for me. Seems all uh, right. Not great, but okay. It's uh, 76 overall, looks like. Uh, PC game... Oh, see, PC games in New Zealand gave it a 90. Trusted reviews in 90. Gamer Sky, 79. I don't know who that is. PC Gamer, like you said, 77. Uh, it Sounds like it's a little buggy. Sounds like maybe some of the things people aren't liking could be patched out. Yeah. Because it sounds like a lot of... A lot of the issues seem to be technical issues, which... Honestly, nowadays is kind of the best thing you can have because with games getting along in support, like that's a good there's a good chance that stuff will go away. Sure. If sure. the game's successful enough. It so also, it also has procedural generated replayability. Do we does does XCOM 2 have does it do procedurally generated zones and stuff or I don't know. Uh, I don't think so. Mm. I'm a big yeah, fan I of that. Yeah, I think it I think there's elements of randomness, but yeah. I think like there is a listing of maps that it pulls from, and then I think there's randomized positions, uh, although I've had that backfire. I literally had one map where it spawn my spawn point, rather than all the soldiers being spread out, they were all on the same square, and every enemy on the map was standing right next to them. Interesting. And I just want to point out that I still had nobody die in that. Oh, game. you you still triumphed in in the face of all odds. That's fantastic. But I did save scum a bunch, but I managed it, and it was very difficult. Yeah, that sounds hard. Uh, well, anyway, I played that a lot, <laughs> and I will nah, see if I keep good. going or not. I also played a bit of, and I'll probably keep going back to it as well. But I really do like um, Warhammer Forty K. Shit. There's so many of these, these games. Let me just find the name. It's oh the 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 Mechanicus one. Um, it's very good XCOM like turn based thingamajig. It's very it's very good. I've talked about this game before. Um, reviewed extremely well. I thought oh finally one of these 40k games I can maybe trust when I just click buy. 
Uh, where is it? It is Warhammer 40K Mechanicus. And if you haven't played that, it deals with like the, uh, you know, a lot of these, a lot of 40K games are like, hey, it's all about the Blood Angels or the freaking, you know, big armored um, uh, space marines. Like that's all they ever seem to focus on, seems like. Mechanicus is all about the tech priest dudes who are freaking weird, man. Like those guys floating around on their 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 capes and their blankets or whatever and their weird weapons and they're all wired up half cyborg some of them are so cyborged out they're barely human anymore some are more human than others they all talk like robots it's awesome so if you ever see mechanicus for sale that's also a very good game all right uh resident evil 3 got leaked not the game but its existence mm-hmm. uh the remake of 3 i should say so john's probably all kinds of excited because he wants to get uh, back into a game where a big giant guy chases you around all the time. So that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I want to see you play it no, as well. I don't think I want to. I think I think you should probably play this one, Scott. <sighs> you think so? The only so a lot of people are making a big to do about the way the nemesis looks. They're complaining about the big teeth and the sideways nose. Honestly, I don't mind the big teeth, but the sideways nose is a little distracting. A little bit. You're not wrong. He I, didn't used to have a nose. Now he has one and it's sideways. <laughs> it's kind of smelling his cheek. Well, no one's going to be able to not see it now. They're all going to just see I, the nose now. I oh. know, but I can't help it. Yeah, I understand. There's something I like about it. I kind of get what they're going for. Show the humanity connection to him, you know, mm-hmm. but I, I don't know. The new nemesis design looks weird. He's got like a bunch of caution tape stuck on him, too. Ooh. Caution tape like uh, like you'd put up in a road to say, don't come here. I don't know. It's like somebody was hanging out next to where they kept him and they had a bunch of caution stickers and they just kind of got bored and started just going. Just sticking it on him. Just sticking it on there. <laughs> like so. he's with a bunch of girls at a sleepover and they're just <laughs> sticking tape on each other. All right. Just a little bit of that. But I'm very excited about this. Uh, I have talked about as frequent as you would let me. Uh, how great the Resident Evil 2 remake was. Mm-hmm. Is that a thing that happens at girls' sleepovers? Uh, it's they put a, stickers on stuff? I had two daughters. They had occasional sleepovers. Yeah. Although, here, I'm going to give some quick parenting advice. All right, This is everybody listening. If you're a parent and you're going to be one, okay. don't just don't have sleepovers. They're stupid. <laughs> and the reason okay. they're stupid isn't because, I mean, first of all, they're annoying and for all the basic reasons. But mainly, if you're going to host one and they just have to have one, fine you get to be the parent who watches over everybody make sure everything's okay but let me tell you what sleepovers are it's sending your kid off to some house you don't know about with people in it you don't know only to find out like 10 years later well i was at one of those parties and jenny said it would be funny if she peed on me and then the dog came and humped my leg and then before you knew it we were putting popcorn in our vaginas or that's maybe a little extreme i don't know if that actually happened to anybody but my point is is this Coen Brothers movie based on a true story? <laughs> it's just, I'm just saying nothing good happens at sleepovers unless you can control it. So so the very few that we had, we had one or two. Is this girl sleepovers? Because I had sleepovers at my house and we just played Final Fantasy all night. That's because you're a good, you were a good kid. I had sleepovers I went to when I was a, when I was a boy. And uh, yeah. let me tell you this. This is true, okay? And there's no it's nothing there's no extra story to this. This is just all it is. 
the first male penis that wasn't mine that I ever saw was at a sleepover because some kid named Brad had to show everybody his unit. Oh, well, that explains it. That's why I won't join the army. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. That's all I had to say. Jeez. It's true. It's just I was going to join the army at 19. I was a good for nothing. My girlfriend at the time encouraged me. I started working out. I yeah. went to the army, did my test, passed. Yeah. Went to the shower room, saw like 50 man dongs, you know, changing. <laughs> Old dong, long dong, big dong, all military dong. And I was like, oh, man, this is the life I'm going to have. Just see, it's just, just gonna be throwing down in the shower, just dongs out. I'm like, I'm out. Yep. You couldn't do good it. Good luck defending the country. I don't want to <laughs> see this. Uh, I love that story. I didn't know that you almost went into the military. So I feel about the army like you feel about sleepovers. I get it. Too much dong. Yeah. It's just a weird... Boy sleepovers are even worse than the girl ones because boys are weird, man. We're gross. Like you find out like Billy over there is like... I don't know. He found found his dad's uh, naked lady playing cards. So he's just over there with a, you know, just a kid kid with a boner all night. You don't want to be around that. Jesus, that just sounds like you had a bad sleepover experience. I, everyone I went to, somebody got bullied, somebody got teased, somebody woke up and had, uh, you know. How uh, many people? Like, you got to kind of limit the amount of people, like three or four, right? Keep well, and that's the problem. The ones I went to were always like eight to 12 people or something. There was oh, always there a, lot. a lot of that's, people. Yeah. yeah, that's too many. And there was I always certainly a went to my share where... I was afraid to be the first one to fall asleep. Like there was always, there were some sleepovers where that was the competition was certainly don't be the first person to fall asleep because you will wake up with something drawn on you. Yeah. Yeah. You'll have Sharpie on your face when you wake up or worse. And, or there's always a kid at two o'clock in the morning. Everyone finally knocks off, right? Two o'clock in the morning, some kids going (laughs) over by his bag. And you're like, what's the matter, Billy? I want to go home. And he just wants to get out of there. So now you're like, well, I don't even know who to talk to. I don't live here. So you're like waking up the kid who lives here. Hey, can your mom go take Billy home? Something's wrong with him. I'm just going to go get my mom up. And then the mom would come down and go, no, Billy, are you okay? I mean, do you need to go? And like, and we never knew what was wrong with that kid. I mean, a lot of these sound like stereotypes, but I swear I experienced all of them. I w- I have to admit, I was the kid who wanted to go home twice at camp. <laughs> I was the kid at camp who didn't want to be at camp. Uh, I think we were all that kid months Although ago. I ended up liking camp by the time it was done. I was like, oh, okay. Turns out this is great. Yeah, it but, turns if you stick around, camp will work itself out. But yeah, we had a kid. I've told you guys this one. The one that everybody stole his pants like 18 times at camp. And he kept running <laughs> around with no pants on. And he was terrified because he thought someone was going to pants him. So he had a horrible time then. And then that night when he falls asleep, have I told you guys this story about the other, the, his name is Gary and the other Gary, what he did. Did I tell you this? I can't believe I I'm about to so. tell you this. I don't think so. Oh, wait, does it involve poo? Yes. Have I told yeah, you, do you know this I story? I think I know this, but I've listened to enough of your stuff. Who knows where I heard it from? Probably TMS, but he, okay. So the short of it is this poor Gary kid who just gets, got picked on all the time by the jocks and stuff. He would, he would. He was asleep and was had his head back on his pillow with his mouth open. He's kind of snoring, going like that. And this other kid named Gary Gertzen, I don't care if it calls him out. He was kind of a jerk. Hey, he did um, it. Yeah, he did it. He came over there and he says, "You guys watch this." And he he gets right up on his 
gets he pulls his pants down, gets right up on this kid's face, gets about an inch and a half from his face, and is trying to fart on him. All right, because we're twelve years oh, old, no. we're thirteen, whatever we are. <laughs> he's trying to fart in his face, and he's laughing so hard because he can't conjure up a fart. He's laughing so hard that he laughs himself oh, into a tizzy, just... and he drops a little bean about this big of his dookie out of himself, oh, and he, it lands on the... a lot of fiber in his diet. That's good. That's good for sure, bottom, Gary. Sure, and then this, and that landed right here on other Gary's lip, upper yeah. lip. And then Gary oh, Gertson, double luck. <laughs> Gary Gertson rolled off the other direction, laughing, and all of us were laughing. I'll admit, I was laughing. It yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. And then this kid still laying there going, and then he catches kind of a whiff of his new neighbor, and he goes, he just takes his right hand and goes like this, and rubs poo all over his face. <laughs> it was well, it can be horrifying. hardly be blamed for that one, but I find he's a pretty lucky guy. That Gary Gerson could have not had a good fibrous diet, and that could have been watery. And, it could have, it and, could have gone and, and the fact that it didn't land in his open mouth is yeah. kind of a, nothing short of a miracle. It really is. Yeah, we need to be thankful for the small things. I think is what's happening. There. That's, that sounds like a luck story to me. I yeah. feel bad for Gary. Yeah. That's certainly rough. Yeah, the kid who kept getting his pants stolen, I will also admit, is funny. But I definitely feel bad for the kid. Yeah. I mean, at this age, we can't, you know, I, I laugh, but I feel like a terrible human being. It's bullying and it's terrible. Well, yeah, I don't yeah. I don't like but bullying. It's funny. Here's it's the thing. Funny. Here's the difference. If it was friends who did it, it's okay. The the stealing no, of the pants. No, no. Still bullying. You can bully somebody, your friends. You can bully your friends, though. Yeah. Friends are allowed to be bullied. If they're really your friends, you know, like we can. Yeah. yeah. Like to. Uh, excuse it's me. It's an like, abusive relationship. It's uh, not right. bullying. As adults now, the three of us can rib each other, and it's no big deal. I don't think that's quite the same as pooping on my yeah, nose. Yeah, but, but Scott, am I still going to be doing core with you if I roll up to your house and say, say hey, Kim, watch, I'm going to fart in Scott's sleeping mouth. No, nobody <laughs> should poo on another person's face. Kim would probably be like, go for it. <laughs> Serves him right, do it. Hey, Kim. There is a line. I'm going to poop in your husband's open mouth. (laughs) Kim's like, oh, I'll get the camera. We'll put it on Instagram. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Yeah, there is a line, I guess. There's a limit. But that would be really out of character for you. I'm just saying it's a funny story, but at the same time, there's a part of me that is unfortunately... Yeah, those kids had a rough rough time. They did. Uh, The one kid did. Well, it's the same kid. The kid with the pants and the kid with the poo. Same kid. It was the same person? Yeah, same Gary. Same kid. Nobody wants to be bottom Gary. Like that, if if someone wrote in and said, you know, Gary died, killed himself, you know, we're going to feel terrible. I actually got sent home from that camp uh, a day early because I got in trouble. uh, You're not supposed to have fireworks up there. It was the dry year and you're up in the canyon with fireworks. (laughs) Somebody gave you me. Think that story's bad. Wait till you hear this one. Somebody, somebody gave me some fireworks. Freaking Lord of the Flies camp. Did you go to Scott? It was called Camp Steiner, and uh, is bad. But I had I had a firecracker and somebody's. You remember punks? They were called punks. It was basically just like a a thing you would light fireworks with. It was like a long, slow burning incense stick, almost kind of. I don't know if you guys remember those. Those were a thing. No, I don't remember. We called them punks. But anyway, I was holding one of those in my hand and a firecracker that wasn't, or the other way, I had the firecracker that was mine and the punk was not mine. And they came to do an inspection 
uh, some adults from the camp thing came to do an inspection right when I had these in my hand. They weren't even mine in, com in combination. I wasn't supposed to have them. And if you were caught with them, it was immediate expulsion from camp. So I freaked. So I put it behind my back and I held it really tight while they were like walking up and down looking at the camp. And all of a sudden I hear this little and then I feel little sparks hitting my own hand. Oh no. And it, it dawns on me. Oh my gosh, I've lit the firework. I've lit this freaking firecracker. This is not even legal in the state. I got it from like Wendover or whoever bought it from Wendover. <laughs> so I took it, I took it and I just went and threw it to the side. Under <laughs> See, you made a problem worse. As yeah. you do and I threw it under, I threw it under. Some, not mine. <laughs> I, I threw them under a, a bunk, somebody's bunk. Cause they were like open. Uh, the cabins were, they were covered for rain, but they were open. Like a whole shelled side of it was missing. Wood cabins. Yeah, they were wood. And so I tossed it under there. How big was then, the blaze? Well, here's what happened. So it didn't catch any on fire, but we're standing there. And the guy's going, well, it looks like you boys are doing okay over here. And whatever. And he's talking. All of a sudden you hear, bang! Just the loudest bang. <laughs> and everyone freaks out. They look over there. And we had, I'd blown a hole in somebody's underwear. I don't know who whose underwear was under there. but <laughs> probably, probably Gary's again. Probably Gary gets screwed. No. <laughs> Poor Gary. Yeah. And so then, so I tried to explain. Because they were going to send me home. I said, you guys, I promise you. This was an accident. Here's how it went down. I didn't do it on purpose. I wouldn't have had those things in my hand. I was holding it for somebody else, and I wouldn't tell them who was. <laughs> I was holding it for somebody <laughs> they else. Didn't, they didn't believe me, so they were going to kick Weird. me. They were going to kick that, me out. <laughs> that explanation didn't hold up. So here's what actually got me out because they were they were going to give me one more chance, and I promised I'd be okay. That night, I ate way too much. Um, <laughs> Wait, uh, that didn't get you. Well, out. we stole no, we stole a bunch of Cheerios out of the food thing. I don't know why we did this, and I and we all binged on Cheerios. Cereal box. And so for some reason, I was I way overdid it, and at about three o'clock in the morning, I had to barf. So I got up at three a.m. and just yacked my Cheerios all over the place. One of the leaders came out there and was like, "All right, you're going home." <laughs> so they took me home because <laughs> I got caught with Cheerio contraband. I had blown up a thing earlier. That was a bad year. And I was like 13. This is just a bad time. This is some pretty epic tales. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad. You guys really opened up that. That was one camp trip. Yeah, that's just the one. I've had others. That was the most. Easily, that this was the most eventful. A, did something bad happen at each of these trips? Um, I mean, something bad happens to me everywhere saying, I go. But yes, pretty much. I'm kind of thinking like, well, maybe. Okay, still, still works. An anthology of short stories might be in order. Just recounting. <laughs> Someone just needs to go cap them all from TMS and then this one and then just mush them all together because I don't want to tell them again. And give them to the guys who do Black Mirror and say, we've got the next TV series for you. Yeah. It's called Scott Johnson Diaries. Yep. Did Gary, in the first episode, will be Gary's Gary's Bean or something like that. <laughs> top Gary and bottom yeah, Gary. Yeah, top and bottom Gary. Oh, my gosh. Gary, top Gary, by the way, this is how bad of a kid this, this kid was. He later in high school, uh, age 16 or so, he gets a job at KFC. He spends a week bragging about how he got an entire chicken leg up his butt. <laughs> that he, by the way, I've got a job. What do I do to begin this? <laughs> he, he bragged about it to us, and here's what he claimed. We were never able to confirm this, I suppose. So it just always was the story. But he had a chicken leg, you know, like a a, a raw chicken leg, jammed it up his, his hooter there. Oh, raw. That's bad. It is bad. And then he took it out. That's really bad. He bred it up like you do the chicken there. I don't think they do, they do it all ahead of time now, but back then they breaded the chicken right there in the store. 
And then he fried that thing and he served it to somebody. Somebody ate his bum chicken. But the worst part is he's sticking. No, no, no. The worst part. It is ass. No, the worst part is that someone ate his bum chicken. That's the worst part. No, because it's cooked. You've deep fried it. It's sterilized. The worst part is, is that he put chicken. Like you, you get coffee enemas or medicine in your butt because it <laughs> it goes in your bloodstream better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> chicken covered in salmonella. I just watched a thing where Doctor Oz was like, "Don't wash your chicken. You know why? You splash it everywhere. Salmonella gets everywhere. Just put it in the oven. Don't wash it, folks. Yeah, cook it off. You and I'm like, just cook it off. And right. certainly don't stick it in your ass where it's <laughs> yeah. like salmonella is like sweet. As far <laughs> as far as I know, he didn't get super sick from it, so maybe he dodged that bullet. But all I can think of is it doesn't matter how much you tell me how good that chicken got cooked. If I find out it had been in somebody's bum, I would have lost my Gary mind. Dead? No, this is Top Gary. Yeah, this is laughing. This is a, he was 16. 16. If he's, if, He's about your age at the time, right? Well, he was 13 at the camp. This is 16, about three years later in high school. He had a job I'm at saying, KFC. If he's alive now, how many more brilliant Gary-level ideas has he committed between then and now? I don't even he's know. Like, I wonder. He's like, oh, I got this job down at Staples. Let's stick a stapler in my ass. I wonder you know, sometimes like- where he is. I don't have any idea where he ended up, but I would love to know where he went because that is nuts, that guy. Putting a chicken in your bum. Who does that? Gary, that's I mean, this Darwin-level... Is Darwin level that would go in the Darwin Awards? Yes. Yeah, totally. They uh, stuck a chicken leg up, but got butt salmonella. Yeah, like the uh, sorry, one more guy in high school's name was Pat Nagel, like the artist Patrick Nagel that did the cool 80s art for Playboy. <laughs> His name was Pat Na- Patrick Nagel, it wasn't actual Patrick Nagel, and not the, the not the guy. no, yeah, not the fishing enthusiast from World of Warcraft, no, not that that Nat Pagel, yes, not him. But that's funny. He has all those guys have the same name. Anyway, he, oh, maybe it is. I don't even know. Maybe it is him at Blizzard. I never even thought of that. No. I don't think so. <laughs> oh, man. Now you got to be careful what you're going to say. Well, anyway, this is, I mean, this is still something he did, so I don't care. But he, he was, we were in art class, and he thought it'd be funny. He wanted to be like the movies. That's how he said it. I'm going to be like the movies. That's what he said. And he dipped yeah. his arm oh, in a big jar, cool. a big jar of rubber cement and covered his hand in it so it looked like a big rubber cement wet rubber cement glove on his hand kind of and then he set it on fire and he thought that that would not hurt because it was a layer of rubber cement would protect him from the heat like in the movies Uh that's what he thought so he does this rubber cement down to his elbow almost has a lighter just goes up in flames and for for about a second he's like see and then he went ah it starts burning real bad he Uh starts flinging his arm around like this and it's just woof, woof with the flame. And little balls of flaming rubber cement are flying all over the class. Just everywhere. Hitting the board, landing on the desk. Oh, hit the teacher's clothes. God. I know, it was so bad. Oh, and we God. are all just like, take cover. Uh. So then <laughs> so then he's really getting burnt, right? It's pretty bad for himself. F that guy, he's dying. We, we thought he was going to really severely burn himself. So he runs over to the uh, sink. And in this art class, which is what we were in, there's two giant sinks <laughs> and there are two big giant barrels in there. One says water and it's it got clear liquid and it says water. The other one says turpentine and and has oh, it's good. full of turpentine, which is flammable in some cases, depending on what you're doing. So uh, <laughs> I watch him run over there with his flaming arm. <laughs> And all, and I couldn't do anything fast enough because time was moving too quickly. I wanted to yell, "It's the one on the left!" But he, 
guessed and got the right one and put it out. And then he had like second, oh, almost almost third degree burns all over his freaking arm. Jeez. Such an idiot. Such an this idiot. This makes me feel better about the dumb stuff I did as a kid. Same. Like a lot better. And I did some dumb stuff. But th- I feel so much more vindicated by yeah. hearing stories. You like were not this. Top Gary. You were not Pat Nagel. You were not. Uh, we did a, uh, the textbook competition. Me and my friend, we, um, you know, those big textbooks you get in school that are about 300 pages or so, yeah, real yeah, thick. Yeah. We decided to have a competition to see who could smack themselves in the head with it as hard as they could for as long as they can. And whoever tapped out first <laughs> lost. And we got to like 120 something. It was like, bath, bath, bath. And then meanwhile, in my forties, everyone's like, man, you got to watch out for head trauma. That's <laughs> yeah. No you kidding. Know, so bad. I'm like, we were smashing our head repeatedly. For That's fun. crazy. But I wonder, okay. So I just asked, I them, won by the way, let me ask some of the ladies in the audience. Did you guys do that when you were growing up? I would say no. This is a boy thing. Any of those things? Yeah, all this stuff is boy stuff, isn't it? Girls it's don't boy do this. stuff because I. It's the same thing. You just get a stupid idea, and it seems like genius. Makes you laugh. Must be smart. Let's do it. I think girls, mm-hmm. girls, you know, they they get backbitey and they get catty and all the stuff they do, but they don't. Wait, don't... so bring it back around. So they stick stickers on each other, like Nemesis and Resident Evil Three. <laughs> that where this went. <laughs> that's this where it started. That's, where we, that's the starting point. Where I was asking you, I'm like. What do they do at girl parties that they they, they stick pieces of <laughs> caution tape on each other? I forgot why we even got here. That's really funny. Um, no, but I'm, I brought it back. No, because I, I, I made that up. Time. When you when you said that, I, I I think I just used it as a, it just fell out of my mouth. It wasn't anything based on true. I mean, these were great stories. I have no regrets. Right. Yeah. And but the lesson but do, is. So they don't. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> so you made it up and then we went on this huge tangent for no reason. Exactly. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure there are some parties that do. Oh, I, yeah. just, I just think, you know. Somebody well, does. I sort of assume, and this is stereotypical, so forgive me, but like, you know, girls get together. They want to maybe dye their hair, you know, just yeah. do put on a little fashion show for each other, try on clothes or something. I mean, I don't know. I don't know that they do that, but maybe, maybe they do. Some girls, not all girls. Right, not all girls. Hashtag not all girls. Hashtag that. Some girls play Dungeons and Dragons without any icky boys around. That's fine. Um, I'm just saying, I just don't know where the sticking on of things. To me, that's where it fits in. Where You know, you don't have earrings, but you have the stick on earrings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they do some of that. But but you know what? Now that I think about it, if there were caution stickers and it was at a party, it's more likely the boys would do it. I don't think the girls would do it. That's probably true. Yeah. So now we've come all the way around. <laughs> Resident Evil 3 boy remake. Walking out of the, of the bathroom covered in pieces of toilet paper. Sure. <laughs> Why not? I got suspended once because I threw a snowball at a at an external. You know the old the buildings outside of your school are called portables or whatever they're called? Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. Threw a, I threw an ice ball at the side of one and got suspended for two weeks because there was a more. Wow, that's incredibly harsh. There was a moratorium yeah. on no snowballs because they were. it was icy and kids were getting cut. Like if they got hit, the ice was cutting like their skin. And so if yeah. you were caught, they made it pretty clear. They said on the opening thing, they said, look, if anyone's caught throwing a snowball, even if it's not at another kid, you're, being, you're, you're having a mandatory two-week suspension and you'll have to tag along with Whoa, like Whoa, two yeah. weeks? Because some kid lost his eye or something weird. It was some hardcore thing oh like that. Oh, my God. I wouldn't be able to throw a snowball fast enough. A guaranteed two-week vacation from school? Well, that's the problem. I didn't get <laughs> that. I had to, I got suspended, but I didn't get to go home. I had to go pal around, not pal around, but hang around like a freaking Robin to his Batman, the freaking vice principal, for two weeks. 
doing all little jobs for him. He's like, all right, let's see how this class. Oh, this class has got oh, dirty chalkboards. Go in there and clean that. So it was that kind of thing. I, um, as a joke, decided to try and pick the lock to my fifth grade classroom with a ruler and broke <laughs> broke the ruler piece off in the lock, forced the entire class to have to climb in through the window to get into class that day. John. And they didn't. They didn't suspend me. I just spent an hour or two in the principal's office and then went back. They're like, don't get mad at him. He's slow. <laughs> like, <laughs> they thought the ruler was he, a key. He didn't know any better. He thought he was a secret agent. What, <laughs> what, what are you going to do? Was it one of those uh, wooden rulers that had the tiny strip of metal in the end that you could pull out? You know what I'm talking no, about? No, it was a plastic ruler that oh. was broken like uh, in the middle. So it had a big sharp piece. Like it looked oh. like a shank. <laughs> and we were sitting outside of the class waiting for the teacher to show up. I, here's the part I feel bad about because I'm sure the teacher got in trouble because I'm sure it was like, well, why did you have kids waiting outside your room while it was locked? Yeah. Because he was late getting to class. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. I'm going to try and pick the lock so i stuck the piece of ruler in there twisted because that's how locks work sure and just snap they had to call a locksmith yeah who took apparently i was in the principal's office for this but they took a suction thing and had to pull it out with like a vacuum of some kind and all the kids had to go outside and climb in through the window uh to attend class wow. that day you probably thought this will just be like those rpgs where you twist a couple of little uh, lock picks in the door until it clicks and then you're good yeah yeah i thought i was going to be praised for my ingenuity i, I thought he was going to show up i was going to pick the lock yeah and he'd be like how did you kids get in here and i go i took care of it <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing well i'm glad you didn't get um two weeks suspension for that no just yeah. a little time in the principal's office well here's what we know Resident Evil 3 remake coming. Uh, okay. Oh, uh, this Diablo 4 thing I want to talk about real quick. We've had our, our fill of action RPGs, but uh, we have some news, some, some breaking news in the world of Diablo 4, a game that is not even out yet, that it will lose ancient legendaries and make items more complex. Ooh, intriguing headline. Let's read more. Uh, it says here on Polygon... Uh, like its last post on elective mode, the Diablo 4 team has revealed potential changes in the way the series handles items. According to a new blog post from lead systems designer David Kim, uh, touches on team affixes, or item affixes rather, stats, and the removal of the super powerful ancient legendaries. Blizzard will also add new affixes to items in Diablo 4. These affixes uh, upgrade skills you already have or increase your damage resistance to a particular element. However, You'll need to hit a certain threshold of new stats to achieve these affixes, ancestral, angelic, and demonic power. Uh, overall, though, how do you feel about that system changing? Because I think ancient legendaries were... That was a successful addition to the game, right? Um, it, sort of? It's kind of endgame stuff. I get the impression they're trying to make the journey from start of game to endgame a little more meaty and meaningful. Mm. With an open world... Right. So I don't, I don't know. That's the thing. I think some of the feedback is also that um, ancient legendaries means that the ancient is either complete bust or automatically better. So it's very binary in terms of, yes, I want this. No, I don't want this. And I have crappy luck because I rolled something I don't want, which is what you get with primal ancients right now. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> what it looked like they were showing is that you, there would be consumables where you could put, 
legendary level affixes on any item you wanted and that you know you'd be more likely you'd be more likely rather than vacuum everything up and then just salvage it all or vendor it to actually mix and match pieces of gear because the distribution range of possibilities is so much wider see i really hope that that i hope that you're 100 percent correct on that because that's what i would prefer if there's anything That's I don't, what I got from the article, yeah. Is if anything, if there's, if there's a thing I don't like about um, the game post level seventy, for the most part, is that all of those blues, those whites, and those yellows you pick up are just it's just trash. Like it's never anything yeah. but trash. And sure, you can it's do trans. Mats. It's yeah. mats exactly, it, and that's a fine way to earn mats, I suppose. But um, and I like that they made it easier to you know burn that stuff and and store it like all those things got better over time, but I would much prefer playing the game well past max level going, Ooh, this sword dropped. Now this helm means something extra to me, even though it's a little, you know, you know what I mean? Like st- make that stuff yeah, meaningful yeah. past, past end game would be really I great. Mean, it sounds like there's a number of vectors on which power can also be leveraged in this way. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Diablo, it looks like there's a lot, but it's very linear. It's your prime stat. Right. Damage reduction. Like, it, there really isn't much, but like the way that they're going to do the, the tiering leveling of skills, the possible ruining of them. Well, there are runes in it. So the, 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 the runes that modify them, but the tiers of the skills will be upgradable. What you type of power you focus on, there'll be a talent system, which no doubt will be enhanced by gear. And then the gear itself having stats, which will be important. And then the consumable and also findable passive powers that sort of we see on legendaries today being being a little more a little bit more modular in the sense that like in diablo right now if you want um a specific legendary on the bracer that for the ability the orange text you'll never find it on a shoulder or a helm and configure things the way you want you'll always find it for that one spot Mm. so i think i mean so far everything sounds very favorable like they want to make a an item system that has basically emergent gameplay rather than prescriptive gameplay. Like if you go to Diablo three right now, they know what all the sets are. They balance everything. But I think if you have to make like emergent gameplay, you have to put a range of what's out there and you have to be willing to say, there's possibly combinations of gear that could be obtained that are absolutely broken, Mm. but it's not our job as game balancers making a Diablo game to prevent that from i mean you try to pre- prevent it egregious things from happening but players it, part of the enjoyment of a game and in its community is people finding those exploits right and people find those things it's the thing i've always said about the homogenization of wow it's like people breaking that game in many different ways not playing it properly including ninja looting including the bad stuff and the egregious stuff is what the legends of the game in some respects are made of so if you whitewash it without any rough spots you take away the appeal of a game so the itemization system sounds like it's heading in a direction where there will be a a a lot of um i guess it's called emergent gameplay like just they don't know what you're going to do with it we're just going to put a bunch of pieces in the in there that you like and that is um that resonates with the player base in terms of have have like they're going to put defense on armor and attack on weapons and they're not going to put attack on armor because that doesn't make sense right but they're good change 
So they're going to do a lot of things that appeal to the player base this way. There's I a, think that oh, sounds yeah. uh, really good. Uh, it's the reason why a few weeks back after BlizzCon, I said I was nervous about them focusing on PvP because my fear would be that the fact that they have a PvP mode is going to make them feel the need to have to try to find that balance and not let it get broken. My hope is, is that they do what Bo said and let it go crazy because to me that's the most rewarding thing like diablo 3 feels very limited right now it feels like they kind of stumbled upon elements of this system and as a result like kind of leveling up doesn't matter except to teach you what your skills are right. and then once you hit max level it's about getting that set that when you get the right items breaks the game in the way that you want the game to be broken in yeah. and it feels really good to break the game in that way to suddenly have all these rules that were on you be blown wide open and it's oh i can do this all the time now and this is super overpowered but that's kind of the journey is to get to that um my only hope is that they keep those elements the ability to just suddenly go oh my gosh look how crazy i've just made myself like mm -hmm. this is amazing mm -hmm. um without having to have pvp step in and go well hold on i see you're having fun but <laughs> well, we keep, don't keep Keep in mind that when that model does happen and someone has a busted set that goes up on a YouTube video and then it becomes everyone's trying to get that set. Right. Yeah. And and so that's what they're chasing. I think when they're even balancing just for PvE is like everyone's got like right now this season Diablo 3 you should be playing Barbarian. Uh, Rend is apparently just it's super easy. I built one in like two hours and I'm doing better than the monk. I've played 100 hours already. Mm. Um, uh, just easy mode. But um. I think the way they, they're going to solve that, too, is with set dungeons. It sounds like rather than just crank up health and damage, they're going to be meaningful gameplay. Like you saw that little laser light chasing you in that endgame dungeon. So if you have a super damagey build that has no mobility, then your crazy build won't work in all the endgame scenarios that are going to be presented to challenge players. So I think that's... It's important to mention, too. So I think, I think the content you're playing... The, the gear doesn't exist in a vacuum, right? Whether it's powerful, it's not. It's only powerful if it's good at something that maybe owns a particular kind of content, right? But then this other content that the more damage you deal, the more damage you deal to yourself. Uh oh, <laughs> like, yeah, good gotta, point. You know, something like that, some kind of reflection dungeon. Well, here, um, here are three points I want to make real quick. One is. Uh, the studio says they that items are uh, sorry are only a piece of the puzzle for Diablo's heroes. If you truly want to increase your power, you need to upgrade your skill ranks, character level, talent trees, the end game progression system, and the items you wear. Power comes from everywhere in Diablo 4, a key difference from Diablo 3, they say. Um, that's an interesting thing on paper. I don't know what it means in the, in the you know, in the micro. Power only comes from, from primary step for the most part in Diablo 3. Yeah. And then this thing, and it's like you can, you could go, I mean, everything you do, everything you where everything you use you're you're always there's always somewhere to get more power in whatever direction you're going and even though that's vague i think that kind of makes me excited the other thing i wanted to say the chat room uh, was talking about there were a little somebody's a little bit worried that the focus on pvp uh, as a new element in the game could take away from the pve side because they'll always be spending time trying to balance that out I would just say this. They had originally intended for this to be a thing in Diablo 3, if you would all remember. The original announcement included a 
PVE element to the game where you could fight each other. And they never did it. It never happened. But one of the things they said at the time, and I would not be surprised if this isn't still the thinking, that is just meant to be fun. They're not going to have, I mean, they may have some kind of basic ranking, but this is not going to be an eSport where balance matters a lot. It's just, this is really fun. Bring your characters in and fight. Let's go. It's not the main focus of the game, so I wouldn't get too hung up on that. I mean, we'll see, because we don't know what they're going to do, really. They've only brushed it. Right. But it's possible. If Diablo 4, the game is not good, then you can kiss PvP goodbye. Yeah. I mean... They know that. Unless the PvP is uh, so good, and they they won't know that before launch, so they won't... They never risk... They never risk shortchanging us on a campaign and endgame, because they have a PvP mode so amazing. Right. That they they believe they can do that. They do not believe that. They are scared right now. And, you know, just not scared, but, you know, hasn't been great for Blizzard. And they want Diablo 4, I think, to be a big success. Yeah. This needs to be the flagshipiest thing they've done in a long time. And and I think they know that. Uh, The third thing I would say is uh, just an admission back in the Diablo 2, I guess one days as well, but when I was playing 2 pretty extensively, I believe naively that these games had never-ending amounts of weapons and gear in them. I thought that video games were magic, and the names of the items even were being generated on the fly. So if you got a sword called, you know, Barry's Magical Sword of Mending or whatever, uh, there was there was another million more that could happen. I just got just happened to get that one. Like, I thought the game was a weapons and gear generator in the way that, I guess Borderlands is sort of that way with guns, the way they mix and match stats and types and stuff. Um, they always talk about they've got a billion guns. I kind of thought that's what what um, what uh, Diablo was. It's not. And it wasn't until 3 that I kind of, it dawned on me how naive I was about it, that, that nobody's really found that magic thing of this could go forever and it is, it's, it's so deep, it's effectively infinitely deep. Like you'll never run out of itemization. You'll never run out of new new levels to go, new places to see, new randomization to find. Like I really thought that. And it's always bummed me out that that's not a thing we've reached yet. And I'm not saying 4 is going to reach it, but I like what they're talking about because it seems like they're edging closer to at least feeling like this fantasy world has no bottom. And that's what I want. Um, cause there's a bottom to everything else. There's a bottom to wow. There's a bottom to, I mean, yeah, you put out a new expansion, you extend the bottom a little bit but at the end of the day, there's a bottom and I would love it if there was no bottom to these games. I want them to just the, Well, the weapon, forever. the affixes on the weapons are supposed to be just randomly rolled. That's how you get your true. Yeah. Unique weapons. Right. Yeah. And I don't know if you're talking about actual item names. I mean, names, shapes, graphics. Stats. I thought all that stuff was like somehow the game was magically no. going, oh, yeah. he killed a dude, and then in microseconds, the AI was saying, here's a weird sword you'll never see again. Yeah, I but thought that, that sword asset actually is tied to, you know, 100,000 different possible roles. Right. Right, and it's fine. And it's now the that same it, art asset. It, it was like finding out you're adopted or something. It was just a weird, <laughs> it was a weird revelation sure. for me. Sure, if you believe in that fantasy and then I take it away from you, I can totally get it. Yeah. Totally get it. I really did because like to me it added like a level of mystique and mystery to the game that I've never really quite been able to recreate with video games. Diablo had that for me right up through most of two before I 
wised up and realized what was going on. But I really did buy into that fantasy and that feeling, which I, I, they, they want you to feel that way, right? They want you to feel that sense of there's so much here, I'll never see it all. And, and Diablo 3, I feel like I've seen it all, and I've seen it all multiple times. And I certainly could see it all in two and probably did, just didn't realize it. I don't know. Video yeah, games. Yeah, I mean, I'm at that point where, like, I basically know all the possible legendaries even mm-hmm. in Diablo 3 that'll roll. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I know them all. Yeah, you just know so them, right? It really takes some magic. It's just like opening a pack of Hearthstone cards or something. Just like, yeah, and song. almost by sight, too. Like, you don't even have to mouse over. Oh, I know them by like, sight, oh, yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. They're on the ground, I see the shape. I'm like, yep, that's Fist of Aztarak or whatever they call that. Yep. Yeah, you know. You're going to be a There's soul. The, pad- or... the paddler. You're going to be a dirt soul in a minute. Or what's it called? What, what, are they, what do you burn those to? What they're... Forgotten soul. Forgotten soul. You're going to be a forgotten soul when I take you back home and talk to stunning well, achy That has more value than a... Than a paddler or a pig sticker. Or... <laughs> yep. You have no. You have no idea how many primal ancients I've gotten. I've gotten six primal ancients. Wow. Four of them are two handers that I don't need. Yeah. On any character, one of them is a scoundrel token. I got a primal ancient on the mother beep, 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 scoundrel token. Yeah. And and then one was a helmet for the set I'm not using, which is less bad because at least it's useful if I ever want to use that set. Yeah. But I've gotten six, six red bordered primal agents all. Yeah. I, the only reason I can't dust them is just because they look cool and I feel a sense of pride having them. But they're absolutely useless. Is that way you're hanging yeah. on to them though? You just you you're proud of earning yeah, them. They and... just, it's yeah. like I'm in a, the same boat. I've gotten three. I'm using none of them. Yeah, they're like badges of honor. But that's mm. hilarious. Well, anyway, stuff's afoot there with that Diablo. And actually, I like how communicative they've been. I thought they'd just go silent and put their heads down, but um, every it feels like every week or two they're they're blogging something or talking about some aspect or clarifying a system. Or... Very unusual for the Diablo franchise. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And yeah. one wonders, I'm like, do they have the commitment and uh, to keep this up for three years while we wait for the game? I hope it's two years, but yeah. I hope it's not three. Yeah, I hope it's yeah. two. It's 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 got to be two. It's, we want two. It's two. 2021. 2021. Maybe late. Know, maybe late I, that I, year. But I'm telling you, they got to this. That would be in keeping with the new with the blizzard of post. Um, like, I don't. I don't think Blizzard would pull an EA, but I think they showed us everything they got at BlizzCon this year. I don't think it's like, oh, you should see the other 90%. I think we they put balls to the wall on what they showed, everything they possibly could. That's what it felt like from what I saw. So hopefully two years. I'm bracing myself for three. You better enjoy playing Diablo 3 or Torchlight <laughs> 2, Scott, because I just don't think you're getting a Diablo 4 experience anytime soon. Probably not. Uh, Torchlight Three, the though, next... still still a fun game, by the way. Torchlight's a we'll be finished with Shadowlands by the time Diablo Four comes. Actually, out. sometime in the next two three weeks, we're supposed to get Torchlight Frontiers, which is like their their follow up. Yeah, Dark Side Dark Side Genesis comes out tomorrow. It's got Liam O'Brien in it. Uh, the reviews are so... bad. Are you worried? Because I saw a review bad? today. Yeah, they were kind well, of middling, middling. But is it, it, it? What I'm reading is it's less Diablo and more a top down version of what that game always has been, and that concerns. Yeah, me. I saw the same thing. I don't know. I don't know that that's bad. It's definitely not a Diablo replacement, but for like a short-term experience, yeah, it might be okay. Okay, I don't know. Are we it, getting it for free somehow? Uh, yeah. No. It's uh, oh, no. I thought it was on uh, game we... thing. No, 
I don't know, but that's how I would play it. It's on Game Thing. I'm not going to pay for it. Oh, speaking of which, oh, I'm so mad at Game Pass. Actually, you're going to talk about Halo, right? Or who who played Halo? Oh, you did. You played Reach. I did. We'll talk about that in a minute because I have a major bone to pick with uh, Game Pass about Halo in particular coming up, and it's probably not what you think. So a master, master, I have a guess, master bone. I have to pick. (laughs) Oh, you have a guess, do you? Or you're going to guess if you're saying, okay, let me guess when we get to it. All right, we'll get there. Um, all right. Well, that's basically that. Hey, we're gonna do something different today. A brand new segment. Check it out. All right. We're going to do a new segment called, uh, the quickies. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. But it's just a big roundup of the other stuff going on in the world. And we're just going to rip right through it. For example, Walmart promptly removes, then returns bizarre baby Yoda plush from its website. Weird. What was that about? Let's play this to help celebrate. Uh, All right, there you go. There's a little bit of that. Uh, Riot Games paid $10 million to uh, female employees in a lawsuit settlement. So maybe we're done with sexist Riot. I don't know. Guess we'll find out soon enough. Star uh, Ship Trooper strategy game coming to PC in 2020. It's called Terran Command and mixes classic real-time mechanics, tower defense, and naked shower scenes. Oh, I'm sorry, and tactical deployment. I got that wrong. You guys How remember? many boobs? Uh, that yeah, movie. That, that movie had two boobs. There were two boobs. Well, it let me roll around in a big uh, sleeping bag right before a big fight with uh, another one of my squaddies. Yes, and well one of the and one of the um the golden girls will be in it. She'll be a teacher at the school there. That's the truth. Go look that up. Son of Gary Busey. Yeah. Oh yeah, Gary uh, what's his name? Nick Busey. No, uh, something Busey. Jake. Jake Busey. There you go. Jake Busey. Uh Rockstar has apologized for Red Dead Redemption 2's rocky PC launch except for me. I had no problems ever. I don't know what the problem is. But anyway, players will receive a care package. After creating a character in Red Dead Online, I assume if you already have one like I do, it'll probably just show up when you log in next. I have not checked that yet, but I will. Also, that game hits Steam on the 5th. That's what? Tomorrow. So tomorrow, uh, Steam lovers who just could not do it any other way uh, but would really like to get Red Dead 2, tomorrow's your chance. YouTube is changing how it moderates violent video game content. If showcasing gore isn't the main reason for the video, violent video game content will no longer get restricted. So unless John's got a new series that says, dude, check out the blood, but it just happens to be a bloody game that they would normally maybe censor, you're not going to get censored anymore. Welcome to the new real, or the new uh, reality. No, welcome to the new, what's the what was the phrase? Welcome to the new, to the new, shit. Era. Uh, Age. No. The welcome new... to the new. Welcome to the Millennium. new you. Welcome to the new something. Welcome to the new pants. Ah, shite. All right, chat room, you know what I mean. The new Welcome normal. The That's new- what it was, the new oh. normal. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, finally, playable Link. You know, the character from the Legend of Zelda series coming to Super Mario Maker 2 in an update. New enemies and a speed run mode are being added as well. So for those who think that those games should be supported past their release, good news. Super Mario Maker 2 is getting an update. And those are this week's quickies. All right, let's talk about the games we have been playing. I mentioned all the Diablo likes. I mentioned XCOM 2. The only other game I will mention that I've been playing outside of Red Dead is Gloomhaven. 
And um, as many of you may know, this is based on a uh, board game that is supposed to be, by many accounts, the greatest tabletop experience of all time, some have said. Uh, highly reviewed, expensive, but awesome. Everyone loves it. Well, they have a PC game. It is in current early access, constantly being updated, which is a good sign. You always like to see active developers. It looks really good, sounds really good, and plays quite well for what's there already. There are only a few characters included right now. Uh, a new one was just added. They added a new tutorial, which is excellent, so you can finally see how the thing's supposed to work. If you haven't played the Tabletop Edition, it is apparently very true to the Tabletop Edition, and I'm convinced after playing through that thing, through the tutorial and, a, and an adventure on my own, there's no way we're not... The three of us plus Kristen and Kyle, there's no way we're not playing this when this comes out. I guarantee we're going to play this game. It's just, it's D&D with a different system, but we're all going to love it and we're all going to play it. So I'm just letting you two know now, Gloomhaven, put it on your wish list because at some point you're getting it. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. It's it, on my wish list. It's going to happen. It's, I'm not opposed. I'm, it's very my good. My introduction to... Uh, D and D was, uh, and you know, light was uh, that hero quest game, mm -hmm. which was what made me go, oh, maybe D and D is an okay thing, even though the two aren't really related. But right, you knew you were some, in the right there ballpark. Are some through lines there, yeah. exactly. Uh, I just think I don't know. There's something about the systems that are really cool. The way the card systems work, the way you burn stuff, how rests work. The graphics are really cool. It's a turn-based game, but the characters are super rich like it's just cool and it's already got a overwhelmingly positive and so a game in early access like that getting those kind of ratings is kind of unusual so anyway gloomhaven yeah, catch the board the board games very popular yeah people we're like thinking, it we're thinking of picking that up once we finish with pandemic legacy yeah the it's, board game. it's pretty rad uh and it's on sale right now or maybe that's over but it was down from a hundred something to like 75 bucks last week it's a very it's an expensive, very large, heavy uh, board game. But everyone I talk to say it's their favorite they've ever played. Uh, you play it over a season, just like it's not the same board game every time you play. Open boxes. It, mm -hmm. There's a lot of meat in those things. Yeah, it's very meaty, you might say. Mm -hmm. uh, then more Red Dead because that game's great and I'm loving it. Uh, John, tell me about. Let's talk about Halo Reach first. Okay. Because. So well, I'm gonna guess why you're. Yeah, guess about guess it, the then. guess the thing. What do you think? Because it slowed the entire internet down. Oh, okay. Well, that was part of it for sure. Um, my my, that's my guess because I was like trying to use. The, I think it was yesterday to launch. I was trying to use the internet on my devices and it was slow. <laughs> I was like, it must be because of Halo. Well, yeah. I okay. So my first problem was it took eons to download. I eventually had to restart everything and start the download again. It finally came down, and I understand that. Day one, lots of demand. First time on the PC we're getting this. It wasn't really clear that Reach was the only thing playable at this point. I think everyone thought the whole collection was going to be ready, but whatever. I was really... Wait, are you talking about on Steam? No, on, um, on Game, Game Pass. Pass. Game Pass. It's, the just, Steam. it's just Reach right now? Yeah, just, well, the Steam one is too, right? Nobody's got the full... Well, I knew I knew that was the case with Steam. I didn't know if that was the same with Game Pass. Yeah, it is. And the only place where it's everything is where it's always been everything because they already had it, which is Xbox One. It's weird to me that Reach is ready, given that had to be converted from a PowerPC code base to x86, whereas the entire Halo 
collection was Hold already on. converted to an x86 format for x1 i don't know if i believe one. this i'm gonna test it you, you should test it live. you should test it um but everything's grayed out except for reach which is oh, just weird okay well if you used it and you checked it it's just yeah i'm in the same boat i was like well i downloaded a whole master chief collection thing and why why did i have to download this whole master chief collection if it was just reach right and they and they didn't make they just haven't communicated that which I don't know why. All of it's supposed to be there and coming, and it will be. Just the fact that it's... Oh, that's right. They said they were doing a staggered release with that. I do remember that. Yeah, it is all great. But wouldn't you start okay. with like one and then two and then uh, Halo I'll tell 3, you why you wouldn't. Why? Here, here's why. Because Reach is the best game. It is. I agree. I love Reach. Uh, Reach is great. Reach is the one that matters. It's also the new one, so it's the one that people are going to be hyped about. Yeah. And... In continuity, it's the earliest story. Oh. The events of Reach lead into Halo 1. Isn't so. isn't Captain Malcolm Reynolds in Reach? The uh what's his name? Um Nathan Fillion. Uh yeah, Nathan Fillion. He's in like all those games. He yeah. just becomes a full-on character later in the series. Yeah. And then he morphs into uh that robot guy from Destiny. Anyway. Uh so okay. So Bo, you're not wrong about part of this. Uh Part of it is that there's only Reach available. And the only reason I know this is I looked at it on Nick's machine because on my machine, it doesn't launch at all. And I've downloaded it three times and it doesn't matter. I go hit play and the thing minimizes, but nothing happens. Nothing. There's not even a system running or a system file or any kind of process running. Nothing. It's like it's not there. Uh, after the second install, I got two logos in a row and then poof, gone again. This disappeared. No error message, no crash, nothing. It's as if it doesn't exist. Yet there's the, you know, 80 gig on my drive being taken up by a thing that won't run. So it's my problem. It's not everyone's problem. I don't know if anyone else has experienced this, experienced this but it's sweet revenge I'm for Nick because he still can't get Red Dead to run over there. So the fact that he can get Reach to run, he thinks is pretty funny. I'm it right now. Oh, why? Reach? Red Dead. Oh, right now? Yeah. Oh, that, don't ding my show, Internet. No, <laughs> it should be fine. Um, I like that Scott says no, and on our screen, his camera's like, <laughs> yeah, your frame rate is pretty like the slideshow on our end. Yeah, it's that. It's something to do with the fact that I'm streaming two cameras from two different machines in the same network that it always makes my video to you guys look like poop. But you guys uh, look and sound fine. great to me. Yeah, and everyone doesn't I, always do this though. That's that's the thing. Now, right now, you're just all stop motion. It's I wonder if uh, let me try something just for the heck of it. Turn off on camera. Right, here yeah. we go. No camera. Turn it off. Turn and back it on. on again. You're doing the IT yeah, I'm doing that whole thing. Good. Is it any better than it was? Nope. Still chop. Yeah, you're moving around. You're a little grainy. And but I'm, you're yeah, moving around. That might be because Nick is downloading a 106 gigabyte file. <laughs> Well, when's when's a better time? You I, can't talk right now, so might as well do your downloading. It's usually a better time when I'm not doing a show, but it's fine. <laughs> what? He's like he probably didn't realize you were doing a show. You, you were talking about shit or farting in people's mouths, and he's like. If I was Nick, I'd be like, he can't be doing a show right now, yeah. right? No, that's right. a fair point. It's been 30 minutes. They're still on dongs. I, I, <laughs> like, that's not a show. He's just chatting he's with his spent... buddies. Is Dad doing a show? Oh, no. He's talking about the great boob balancing of our cinematic <laughs> adventures. No, right. I guess not. Right. I'll go ahead and download this Red Dead for the eighth time. <laughs> Hopefully it works for you this time. There's a big patch today, so 
Uh, anyway, he's getting a sweet revenge because he can run Reach just fine, and I can't run it at all. So that's my bummer thing with Reach. So forget I mean, about me and you know, Reach. But what, okay. what do you think? Do you uh, do you like it, John? Are you having fun in there? Do you remember it as it was? Blah blah blah. I haven't played it much. It runs with an ultra wide monitor, but it clearly wasn't designed with it in mind. Because mm. uh, right now the HUD is very conveniently located at the edges of a perfect square right in the middle of my screen at the moment when I play it. Uh -oh. um, it's a little... I don't know if it's showing its age. It looks like a 360 what. game, right? Like it's... it's not that it even... It does look a little rough. But may, I'm thinking that maybe I was a little more forgiving of how the shooter played when it was on a console versus how it plays on my PC. Because mm. as I was running around shooting stuff, I was like, I'm definitely better playing this way. I'm, you know, killing things. I put it on the I didn't play legendary, but whatever the next step difficulty down was. And I was taking no damage and I was killing things very quickly and easily. So that part was fun, but there's definitely an element that as I played it, I was like, maybe I should buy modern warfare. <laughs> like maybe I, maybe I am in the mood for a good modern PC shooter. Yeah. I mean, I understand that. I looked at it while Nick was playing it and it looks like a 360 game. That's fine. But also it's uh -huh. floaty. You know, you jump and you just float a lot because that's what you do in Halo. I don't know. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, Crimson Neon in the chat said this, and I did turn it on. Um, by default, it has original graphics turned on. Right. I had to turn on enhanced graphics. I don't know if that does anything to reach. I know that does something in the other games in the Master Chief collection. Yeah, it's hard to tell um, the difference because you're not... But I don't know if they did anything for Reach. Yeah, it doesn't look like they added much if they did at all because I saw both versions and it kind of looked the same to me. But the truth is it's a really good-looking 360 game. It's mm -hmm. just we've, you know, we're in a new place now and it feels pretty dated. A lot of flat, you know, walls, surfaces, floors, things that I didn't think I would notice because I don't feel like Reach has been that. I don't feel it doesn't feel like it's that old, even though it is. It's like ten years old, I guess. Right. I would say if I was gonna if I was gonna just kind of put a stamp on it, I'd say I had a really good time. Mm -hmm. I'm a huge fan of Halo Reach, but I was incredibly aware that I was playing an older console game. Nice. It's a hangover game. Yeah, it is a hangover game. Halo's yeah. always been the game where it's like. I can't get off the couch to make it to somewhere else. I'll just play this. And it's like, this is a good experience. Yeah. yeah oh, it is. my head hurts. <laughs> the <laughs> original Halo, speaking of a topic we talked about a while ago with sleepovers, was one of the games where me and a buddy got it. We started playing it on a Friday night. And we got super into the game doing co-op. And I said, call your mom. See if you can stay the night. We got to play this all night. And he called his mom and his mom said, no, I want you home tonight. You can stay late, but you, I want you home tonight. No, no sleepovers. Mm. And he, I said, well, how late is late? And he says, she didn't say. And I said, all right, well, we'll just play a little bit longer. So we're playing and playing. And next thing we know, there's a weird light on the screen. And it turns out it was the sun coming up in the morning the following day whoa so we race out i get him in the i get him in the truck i drive him back over to his house because i think we were 16 when that game came out and uh drive him home 
and he goes racing in the house, throws open the door. His mom's sitting there having coffee and he goes, oh, I didn't know you were up. Uh, yeah, I was just taking the trash out. And he totally played it off like he had been home and just woke up early and he got away with it. Wow. Wow. So, nice. I don't... Kudos to him for that, that Halo uh Man, you were Deception. that you were that young when 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 uh, Reach came out. I think so. When did Halo come out? Not Reach. Oh, this was the original oh, Halo. Halo, Halo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Reach was like ten Halo years ago. Know. Yeah, that wouldn't have been ten years ago. <laughs> now that now that you say it, okay, yeah, yeah. No, Halo was not ninety eight. Halo was like uh two thousand one. Two thousand one. Yeah, definitely yeah. not nineties. Uh, although Halo for PC was originally announced probably in the late 90s, and then they got bought and went to Microsoft, and that was it. So, yeah, I would have been 17 years old when Halo came out. Crazy. I was... Oh, my gosh, Nick was born that year. That's weird. Think of that. This 19-year-old kid sitting over here eating 12 packs of Coke, and what are you eating tonight? Takis? Those are so bad. It's a talkie. They're just going to give you the farts. It's those. Um, it's like a little wrapped up D- uh, Dorito looking things. Look, go look it up. It's yeah. T A. Oh, I think we have those. We call them yeah. some. They're Doritos up here, but they're twirly. Balls. Yeah, kind of. Uh, let's see. How are they spelled? T A K I E or T A K I, I believe. Takie, uh snack. I don't know what to call it. Okay, here we go. No. I can't find them now. Oh, here it is. Rolled corn tortilla chips. They basically are like in little okay. like yeah. joint-shaped tortilla chips, and they're super hot. Or at least I think we have them in Doritos form up here. Yeah, they're not um they're not very good for you. But I've seen Nick put down, you know, cram down like a hundred uh pizza rolls in one, one. Oh, I mean he's at the age where that stuff you just Oh, it's the best. Like a, I, I used be to put them on sandwiches. <laughs> Wait, pizza rolls were on sandwiches or or takis? Uh, no, t- takis. <laughs> All right. Pizza rolls on sandwiches is not a bad idea either, though. Pizza roll is already kind of a sandwich. Yeah, but now one. it's a double sandwich. Yeah. yeah, sure. I'm unable to resist a pizza roll if they're in front of me, even though they're often lava in the center, and you shouldn't eat them when they're hot. But mm. they get a weird grain on them. I don't. I like bagel bites better. Oh, interesting. But yeah, bagel bites bagel are better. Bites. Yeah, I do like those. Do you guys have bagel bites in Canada? We do. Oh, hey. All right, then. Wow. Yeah. But you got fla- weird flavors like ketchup flavor and... Uh... No, I've only <laughs> ever had pepperoni bagel bites. <laughs> pepperoni bagel bites. All right. I, I, I mean, have nothing funny up here when it comes to bagel bites. I would eat that. Uh, anyway, also, John, you got into the No Man's Sky update after the big uh, update. I also installed it, but I haven't played it yet. What did you? Uh, what do you think of the yeah. uh, changes there? Not a lot of not a lot of time on it. I had a weird controller glitch when I first turned it on. Had to reboot it, and then by the time I was all rebooted and ready to go, um, kind of lost interest. It turns out I was right at the end of the story for that game. Oh, and so I just beat the game really quick, <laughs> and that was my experience with it was just beating the game. Uh, and then, or getting to the end of the narrative, it's, there's plenty more to do and all of that, but, uh, and then I just kind of wound up turning it off, which it didn't save. So I think means I get to pick a different ending. Mm. I, we'll see. Yeah. Uh, but 
it looks great. Uh, I haven't done too much with the changes that they've they've implemented, but um, I'm really digging it, and I'm tempted to give mouse and key or uh, yeah, mouse and keyboard a try for control because there's been some changes with it that make me think that that might be a pretty good way to control it. Probably not so much in the ship, but at least for on ground inventory. Um, Interesting. Like, it looks That's like all it I've supports done. clicking and dragging and stuff like that now. So I but, might not play with the controller. That's anymore. actually all I've done is mouse and keyboard. So I don't even know how the controller would feel. Really? Yeah. That's gross. Which, it, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> normally for a ship based thing, you're right. But for some reason, that was always fine on there. Like, I don't know. Felt, felt, felt okay to use the mouse and keyboard. I think, yeah. Bo, you do that too when you're playing. Uh, no, no man's sky right no mansky use the mouse and keyboard oh yeah mouse and keyboard all the way yeah i don't know it's it always seemed like it was well made for that but um yeah because now you're right that you can paint terrain and stuff not paint but you when you're building up terrain with that terrain tool thing you can like drag around and stuff you didn't used to do that that's probably a lot harder with a controller i would think not impossible yeah. But, yeah yeah a little less precise so i'll see i'll i'll see how that goes i'm curious what you think because it's been a while since you jumped back into that, right? Scott? Yeah, it's been a little while. I did I did that last update, though. I checked it and messed around in there a bit, but I didn't. Um, and it's not like I bounced off or got bored or anything. I just didn't go too deep. Um, so, yeah, I'd be willing to hop in there. Well, I, and yeah, and I downloaded it to do that. I just need to get in there and play. I forgot to talk how much how, or how many hours I put into this damn, um, what's it called? Stardew Valley again on my freaking Switch. Right here. Oh, you did. You oh. got into the Stardew Valley update. It turns out that, yeah, remember it was us talking about the Stardew Valley update? That was this show, right? That yeah. we did? Yeah. I got so yeah. deep into that. Like, I ended up playing, I, and I decided I wanted to do Switch because I think this might be the perfect platform for Stardew Valley because it's with you. You can sleep at any time you want to. You can just have it at the ready, quick, quick sessions, you know, that kind of thing. Works great for me that way. And um, I put a ton of time into that. So, yeah, I've been playing a lot of Stardew Valley again. And it's really good on, on the Switch. It's a very good version of that game there. I think it might be the reason or the the version to have uh, if you're going to have a console version. Anyway. Uh, yeah, I started over too, Lyle Schnub. I did a whole ba- brand new build. I got a new farm going. I've mostly fished a lot for early money because you can make bank on fish. So I've been doing a lot of fishing, <laughs> a thing I hate in video games normally, but I kind of like it here for some reason. I don't know. That game is weird. It gets gets under my skin and it keeps me going. John, you have to get back into that and see what you think of it. It's cool. Yeah, I'll give it. I'll give it another go. Uh, Bo, that's really it. That's really all I've played. Yeah. Bo, I you put Diablo three, but I also saw you were ranking in like heroes or something. How's that going? Tell me about. Uh, I did that. grab. A, I grabbed a game or two of Deathwing just to try out the new uh, hero. Do you like him? Forgot about that. Um, no. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he's hilarious and he looks great and he's funny, but he's just a big clunk monster. He's not my jam. When you say hilarious, what do you mean? Is he quippy? Is he? Well, um... I mean, he's quippy. He's humongous. He's got a stupidly high health pool. The graphics are, you know, the art and everything is just over the top when it comes to him shooting fire and flying up in the air. Like, production value-wise, is off the charts. Best mm-hmm. thing, coolest thing they've added in terms of a hero. Mm-hmm. But he's 
clunky. He's just not. He's just not my jam. He moves slow. He walks around slow. There's a wind up for a lot of his stuff. That's why it's just hilarious. I'm like, they can't put the most OP thing in there and not have a drawback. And clearly, <laughs> where they put the drawback in is like making him slow and clunky, and it's just not for me. Mm. So I kind of hate it to be honest with you. <laughs> and it sucks saying it. I mean, I love that they put it in. I think it looks cool, but I I want to play Genji and Illidan. I don't want to play death death slow 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 death wing or death flow whatever stupid joke enter stupid dumbo joke. got him you, yeah, <laughs> you got him. him he's just he's too slow he's just too uh i get know, it is he also kind of a he's just a gimmick right but he's hilarious he's it's a gimmick like it's completely a gimmick hero and you know games got to do that I, I'm, I'm not mad at it i just uh just like <sighs> You know, they put Kira in right before it. Super agile, crazy, flies around everywhere. Love it. Rave, mm. Kira, amazing. Deathwing. For, you know, for people who are drawn to that kind of thing to drop down some money in it, I, I just don't. Now, I'm not going to guarantee that this will happen, but for a long time, back when we were a Hero Show listener of Core, yeah. you will remember that Bo notoriously hates every single new hero. And then, and, and then, then gloms on. I didn't hate Kira. I a did couple not hate weeks Kira. later, and then he's changed his Twitter picture. And then all he'll say <laughs> no, is, not break your world. <laughs> and then there, just... there are heroes that I've hated since launch that I hate to this day. Probius. Okay. Probius. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and Deathwing. I don't hate Deathwing because I actually think he's super cool looking and it's it's hilarious. It's funny. Funny is not going to, you know, not that I really play on that level right these days, but like, you know, it's not, I'm not looking at this here if I was playing, you know, I'm going to play all week and I get good. And it's like, I'm not focusing on trying to get good with Deathwing. It's a laugh or two for a few games and I'm out. Yeah. I want to play something fun. Um, I have a feeling I'd feel the same. And there's a reason why he's just free to anybody who watched the virtual ticket or went to BlizzCon. And, you know, it's one of those. I mean, it's why I don't. I like the idea of Murky in the game, but I don't like playing Murky. I don't like playing with them. It's why I don't like playing with Lost Vikings. You know what I mean? Like they're gimmicky and it's funny, but it's 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 not fun long term, week in and week out, to play a character whose sole job is to right click into towers and die. Pretty, you know, just over and over again. You know, I want right. to play. A skill-based hero, please. Oh, man. Kristen's going to be mad at me for that one. Yep. She's not going to like that. <laughs> well, you've done it. You've done I it. I hate happy. Abathur for that reason, too. It's just Ab- I have an Abathur bias, so I will purposely avoid mentioning him. Mm-hmm. But the same deal technically, objectively applies to Abathur as well. Well, but he, there's a lot of tactical stuff with him, though, right? It's, just imagine it's basketball. And you said, okay, the Bulls now are going to have four guys in their team. And they're going to have this one guy in the back who's just got a big ex- <laughs> extendo arm. And you're like, that's not basketball. You're like, but it's within the rules. Yeah, you know what? It's cute. Let's do it at the All-Star game. Do it with the Globetrotters. I want a man or a woman. I want a player on the, on the, on the battlefield of basketball playing normal basketball. And that's what I feel about gimmick heroes is that they're great. At the end of the day, if I really want to have fun, I need a normal-looking hero. On How the do you feel uh, if the basketball player is, and this is just for example, Bugs Bunny? <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. It's okay. a body on the field. That's okay. Cool. All right. I like that movie. Is that a new one coming out I, still? I really like that. Movie. I loved NBA or uh, not NBA Jam. Jam Space, Space Jam. Jam. Space Jam's Slam. great. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's got Bill Murray in it for heaven's sakes. It and he's really funny in it yeah, too. Like it's he's a great not movie. phoning it in Bill Murray. He's like super invested Bill Murray. It's very good. For what it is, it holds up. And if they're really making that sequel with LeBron James or whatever, they probably have to just hurry oh, that up. No. Oh yeah, that's happening. It's being made. Oh no. That's a deal. That's okay. It might be terrible. Isn't LeBron still... like a super villain of basketball? No. I don't really follow basketball. I just hear bad things about him all the time. Oh, he's all right. He's um well lately he's 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 kind of on the wrong side of this whole China mess. But other than that, he's been he's a he's... Yeah, but didn't he just like have a whole special about how he was leaving the team he left for to tell him to F off or something? Like mm, well, he had a fight with Cleveland a little bit. Yeah, but I mean, we were still able to enjoy it with Michael Jordan, and didn't he have gambling problems and then pretended he was a baseball player for a while? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's even like a plot point in that movie. But well, that's a deep cut. Yeah, it is a deep cut. But it happened. I but... mean, no, but real Michael Jordan were cool with. Well, no, but he did. No, those are all things. Like he he did try to play baseball and it didn't go great. And he, I think he did have like a big gambling. Yeah, there was a, some uh, gambling. The thing. first one's not a villainous thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> The second one, gambling is an addiction and not a villain thing either. Sorry. But, you know, I feel like LeBron is not that kind of energy at all. But I, I don't know. it. It's just from hearing it on the outside. I just hear bad things about LeBron. He's a villain. He's the Dennis Rodman of, to, of this day. Could be completely off. Oh, that is weird. That's a weird impression. It's just Mike, Michael Jordan, whether or not in reality he's a wholesome person, Michael Jordan, like Wayne Gretzky, has a wholesome overall Brand. persona. LeBron does not strike me as a whole. Shaq has a pretty wholesome, uh, just outward public celebrity thing. LeBron is like, you hear what he did when he left? What is it? He left his team. Didn't he tell them to all F off or something like that? Like LeBron is a controversial person. I do not think of LeBron as a wholesome person. There was more. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Certainly in for in like the, a Bugs Bunny cartoon, mind you, Bugs Bunny's not a wholesome person. He sticks dynamite up people's yahoos. You know? <laughs> yeah. They might get. I mean, it's pro- this is probably a perfect uh, match, actually. Has, wait, has he ever put a stick of dynamite up somebody's Yahoo? I'm sure he did. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, all those Warner Brothers, those Warner Brother cartoons are like the most violent things in the universe. I can't remember. If you stop and think about it, it's just like, you know, that Elmer Fudd will come around with a gun and and then he'll go eat his carrot and then he'll put the carrot in and the carrot's secretly a dynamite. The dynamite, you know, blows up. Well, that, gun. yes, but I've never seen one up anyone's Yahoo, which I assume is their bum, their bottom, their anus. Yeah. Right. By the way, Warner Brothers invented trolling as far as I can tell. <laughs> Uh, there was a cartoon where Daffy Duck was in a race yeah. that Bugs Bunny was organizing for a million bucks. Yeah. And Daffy, through trials and tribulation, finally made it to the end and he got his prize a million bucks. Mm-hmm. A million box. And it was a million box. It was a box with a million boxes in it. Wow. And Daffy was furious. Yeah. So he gave up the prize to second place. And then in each, each, inside each of the boxes was a dollar bill. So oh. there was, in fact, a million bucks in the million box. And this was and Daffy Duck didn't get it, and I'm like, that's trolling somebody. This cartoon's made like in what the 40s? Yeah, yeah. They knew. So they, they knew. knew they knew what was coming. Yeah, yeah. They, they knew were... about trolling. Bugs well Bunny was a warning. Yeah, they were ripping on Hitler a lot. It was pretty great. They were always doing anti- anti-Hitler great. stuff. I love that. All right. Well, there's that. Now, let's drift ever so gently 
into Scott finding a soundboard. All right, let's do this now. That's a good question. We're going to play an email. Not an email, a call, sorry. We're going to play a call. This is a call from a listener. And uh, he wrote in, or called in. <laughs> can't get this thing straight. And has this to say about League of Legends. This is a hot take, all right? Okay. About League of Legends in a voice I can only describe as, as ASMR-like. Check it out. I want to leave a fat hot take on the whole thing with League of Legends and so on and so forth. Not on the upper level. In all honesty, I've never been interested in League of Legends at all. Props to the people that enjoy it, but to me it's just sloppy seconds of what is already a Chinese bootleg knockoff of Warcraft characters. Just bedazzled up with anime for flair because everybody likes anime. Okay, that's his. <laughs> Whoa, geez. that was an awesome call! Oh my gosh, I loved everything about that call. It sounded... I love the way it sounded. Uh-huh. I love the way it made me feel. Uh-huh. I love what the messaging was behind it. I a hundred percent support. Wait, this did, call. did I hear it right that League of Legends is sloppy seconds of World of Warcraft of, War- of Warcraft characters? Yeah. That's what he said. Right. Yeah. So I, I feel like we can't love 100% of everything in that call. I can't. Because I have to say, the casual use of sloppy seconds in an otherwise pretty normal call, like, you know, I feel like maybe you're dropping sloppy seconds in social situations that aren't warranted. Yeah. Um, hi, uh, are you the babysitter? Yes, I'm here to babysit. Okay. Uh, make sure to tuck the kids in at night and don't eat any of the sloppy seconds in the fridge. <laughs> Like you're not you you know like I, I realize you're using it right and this is my example using it wrong but not a great situation when you're hiring a babysitter to maybe even just kind of say sloppy seconds right right and, and so no that's you know what this is like about a month and he a wasn't half like f bomb f bomb f bomb sloppy seconds f bomb because you wouldn't even notice it because this person clearly has colorful language about two months but, ago I was using the term raw dogging it incorrectly <laughs> oh we know we've been letting you do it yeah yeah. And so when I like, do I've that, I've been raw dogging it. I'm like, sure, <laughs> yeah, go for it. Like, I get it. I know what it means. It's, it's without a rubber. It felt really good with I, the thing that you did. I didn't. <laughs> I, I didn't know what it was. So I just I'm, I'm whispering this because I don't want Nick to give me heat later. But I didn't know what raw dogging was. <laughs> oh, this, what oh, was did it you think I'm it sorry. meant? I thought it meant like. Going all out. I mean, in a way, I like, guess it is. But you like know what when I mean? you see a dog, but the dog's like real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think maybe if I had to guess, when you were using it, raw dogging, it meant just like just an extra effort, not so much yes. wilding out. Yes. Because when you're really raw dogging it, you're probably going, you know, pretty. It's probably you're probably wilding out, but yeah. like. I think you meant it in a a way that was tough and difficult and challenging. I did. Not in a way that was excessively pleasurable. Yeah. And (laughs) this is like when I call everything, uh, I'll say, uh, bring someone will say, okay, oh, we're late for this thing. Uh, Grab your hooch and let's go. Now, most people think hooch means beer, you know, booze or whatever. What I mean is, I mean your stuff. So, I mean, like, bring your bag. Don't forget your. Like if Carter's supposed to bring her iPad with her, I'll say, oh, don't forget your hooch. And I'm talking about her bag and her iPad. So yeah. I do this a lot. And the, the raw dogging one is a very unfortunate. And to, be, and to give humanity credit, our capacity to recognize you're using a term wrong, but intuit 
what you mean by the wrong thing you said and not say anything is actually quite high. Because I think people do that a lot. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think I'm alone in this. Yeah. In fact, there's I don't think a, you're alone in that. There was even a, no. there was a controversial controversy recently on TMS where both Brian and I, and it turns out my entire family, because I asked oh, sorry, right after. The podcast or the television The show? podcast, yes. Thank you for the <laughs> clarification. I appreciate sorry. that. I appreciate that. Take TMS off the air, not the podcast, the TV show. Yes, Boycott. exactly. Let's Boycott see. Apple TVs Plus. Anyway, uh, they uh, we I we brought up the concept of crocodile tears, and I had always believed, right up until about, I don't know, it was like a month ago, I'd always thought that when you said somebody was crying crocodile te- tears, it meant they were great big tears and they were very sad. And you see a kid who cries and he's very upset. He gets big welled up eyes full of tears that those were crocodile tears. And I was wrong. Crocodile tears means you're faking it. It means you're yeah. not sincere in your crying. I didn't know that. Because yeah. you're a crocodile looking to eat somebody, but they need yeah, to be Yeah, so you're like, so they go, I'm, oh, I'm just a sad crocodile. I'm a sad crocodile coming pet my Well, I read it. <laughs> so there's even, there's even more to it. I looked it up, and it was some, I don't remember if it was some African tribe. Somebody somewhere thought crocodiles appeared to look like they were crying before they would eat their prey. And so they started to call that crocodile tears because there's no way they were really crying. They were just about to eat you, which is basically what you're saying. Yeah. But like, I had no idea. Like, well, what? I've got a, I can one up that one. I mean, I don't know if it's, it's as, as good, but when um, my grandfather, I was like one years old and I used to hang out, you know, my grandfather. Sure. He'd be like, he'd get up and he'd, he'd leave. He'd go upstairs to go to the bathroom mm-hmm. and I'd follow him. Yeah. And he'd look around and be like, don't follow me. Do you want to come hold my head? And I thought, I thought he meant like I'd picture me him being wrapped around his head, like on his shoulders while he peed. <laughs> that I'd be on his shoulders with my arms wrapped around his head. Fast forward, no, he died, yeah. right? So I did this a lot as a kid. He'd say it all the time, "You want to hold my head?" And then my grandma would be like, "Don't go, hold his head." And then, um, you know, he died. I grew up, and in my twenties, I'm with my mom, and I'm going, "Holy shit, he meant hold his penis." <laughs> <laughs> the whole time, my gra- grandma, my grandpa used to say, "You want to come hold my head?" He meant the penis, <laughs> and, and I was like, "Yeah." He was, just, you know, a little wasn't the greatest of characters, and I'm like, re- I was like, I used to picture me holding his head, like my arms wrapped around his bald head, just holding it well, back while he whizzed in the toilet. That's it, what I thought. Isn't so. that what you usually tell people if you're gonna, if it's like your girlfriend's? I mean, this never happened to me, but if she was like super drunk and she wanted you to hold her hair or hold her head, isn't that what that is? Where she's no, you ne- nobody that's who's from about throwing to throw- up. Yeah. No throwing one who up. has ever been throwing up has said hold my head. Oh, uh, you're right. Maybe hair, but no one's ever been like hold my head. <laughs> that's a really I good just, point. I can't control yeah. the vomit. I just need you to hold my I'm head. I'm just picturing someone holding holding John's head, and then John's like, no, the other head. And then <laughs> they're like, uh. <laughs> That is amazing. Anyways, anyways, so we all make these mistakes. Mine is not. Uh, <laughs> mine's okay. Okay. Mine's pretty. Mine's pretty embarrassing. Okay. But the one I didn't know, I learned from. Uh, what was that drawing game that was really popular on iPads? It was like Pictionary. Oh. Uh, oh. And then like Facebook bought it, I think. Yeah, and everyone was mad because of drawing with friends. Is that what? No, it was? it was like it was another shorter name. Uh, draw, draw, not drawful. Draw, draw, drawful. No, drawful is the thing from picture. 
picture draw picture nary not nary but picture pictionary no it was a like win, that it was like a win loser anyway. draw no draw some that's it draw some draw some okay yes so i was playing draw some and the word i got was baller okay. and i drew a picture of a guy playing basketball okay because that's what i thought baller meant so do i so and I. when i heard it in context of like oh that dude's a baller i thought it meant like yeah he's cool like a basketball player <laughs> and she goes she couldn't get it and she goes what'd you draw i said i drew a basketball player yeah. and she says why and i said because he's a baller and she said that's yeah, not what that means they're called ballers yeah i, I was like but but what does anyway. it mean then? Because I understand the context. If I just say to somebody, oh, dude, that guy's baller, I mean that he's really it means good. means you'd have like a lot of money and style. Yeah. And- well, it comes from both because ballers have a lot of money. Like in the NBA, they have a lot of money. So they pimp it. Right. So they and would so, be so it just it would just extend to someone who's not a basketball player who's also a baller because he's like a baller. Yeah, HBO has a show called Ballers with the jo- with uh, the rock in it and I think it's meant to show both things like this extravagant lifestyle. Yeah. But yes. Same idea though, right? Like Yeah. Powerful money, you're really good at a thing. It's also a little gangster, a little street to go, "Yo, he's pretty baller that guy." Yeah, I would have done what you did. So I don't think that I was necessarily a hundred percent wrong, but I wasn't. I wasn't completely right. Well, what else would you draw, though? That's the bigger question. Because because if somebody said the word is, um, oh, I don't, I can't even think of one, but one that where you could draw a thing that just made them say, oh, well, that's a tree. Oh, it's a tree. But tree means something else. Do you know what I mean? Like baller in this case, basketballer would be a great way for someone to get the answer, which is baller. Instead of, what else would you draw for baller? Yeah, I mean, yeah, is there farm equipment weird. called baller? Like, there's a baler. There's you know, a baler. Maybe... Yeah. There's no baller. I guess maybe if I had drawn a bunch of money around the basketball player, it would have done the trick. That's true. Maybe. Um. Well, okay. Actually, here you go. Uh, a baller is a person or device that makes or forms something into balls. Oh, <laughs> which sounds dirty, but actually just sounds like, you know, probably where they make basketballs, a baller would probably make the oh, ball. It's, it's like probably a, a piece of equipment. It's like a uh, like one of those melon scoop things is what you've described. Yeah, right. would be, be a baller. Well, you could draw that then. But then she would have to know what a baller is. And I don't think I'd know. Yeah. I think I, I feel like as obvious as that is, it's more obscure for that kind of a thing. That's actually yeah. hard. That's a hard one in a drawing game like that. It wasn't an easy word, and no. I stand by the fact that, uh, you know, I made an effort. I think you even did. Even if it embarrassed myself a little bit. I think you did what you could do, and I and I don't hold no. I can't hold that. So anyways, uh, back to this guy's the message. Though, but oh, like, feel free to said, call anytime. That's yeah. my message to the this call. Is, so uh, he basically could... said, Hero League is um, a ripoff factory. Yeah. So F them, basically. Basically, yeah. This is basically, would... this sounds like John. Like, I almost thought for a minute... John got one of those voice changers for when they do interviews with people who don't want their face recognized, and they get on there on 60 Minutes and go, yes, I believe I'm the one that caught the guy before he went and committed the crime. <laughs> that's what that sounds like to me. And so I'm, I'm, I'm not 100% that. sure that that's not John calling in with hey, a voice. I want to leave the fat <laughs> hot I just cake. wanted to let you all know that in addition to being a bad game, playing it also makes you a bad person. <laughs> 
Well done. Yeah, well done. nice job. But okay, but Bo, defend it. You don't. You don't agree, or do you? Uh, let's kick Riot. I mean, yeah. <laughs> let's kick Riot. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's fine. It, it's fine. I would say this. I think he's just calling and making a statement, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. We we've made a show out of that, but uh, I would say that. Saying League is the even is the ripoff of WoW characters. I would say Dota Two is the real ripoff of WoW characters. I mean, they're all standing on the shoulders of greatness. Warhammer has the mm-hmm. not Warhammer Blizzard has the Warhammer influence. D and D, Magic the Gathering. They played nerd games too. They didn't pull it out of their yeah. heads. Everything they did out of their heads. They did a lot of original stuff, but they were inspired by a lot of the the stuff that you know was formed part of their gaming habits. So, I mean... Yeah, when I had to it, look at you... gods for D&D, I almost told you, Bo, I was like, my character will worship Sylvanas because Sylvanas. <laughs> because that's a god in D&D. Right. And that's where the name probably comes from. Actually, yeah. it's probably tied to something in the real world on top of that. Probably, so, yeah. it's All I know is that if something somewhere shows up with the name of Tedna... I know that that doesn't exist anywhere else but our campaign, and it was ripped off from my NPC. I mean, it's That's already there's already a few suspect things that happened. From I the took campaign. the name Edna, and to make it a male name, put a T on the top of it, and yeah. it was Tedna. It was Tedna, and it, it's every bit as lame as it sounds, and yet he's moved into legend and infamy. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. he's the worst. Well, uh, thank you, caller, and if you ever want to read us a bedtime story, you're welcome to do it with that rad voice of yours. Yeah, call nice. us again. Leave yeah. us another message. Yeah, we watch like your that. language. Why not? Yeah, watch your watch your profanity, as this guy says here. I have a clip for that. Hold on. Watch your profanity. There he is. Uh, that's it for the show. Thank you all for being here. Nice long one today. Like they seem to be always, which is fine. I like these two-hour conversations we get to have about we, stuff. We want some, went on some epic scale, uh, tan- not tangents, but long walks around the barn. Oh, like, big time today. But like I think, record book. Like this is some record book stuff. Yeah. I think good though. Show. I think people are going to, I suspect we're going to get nothing but good feedback about today. Look, <laughs> all I want is to make you guys spit your drink out while you're at work. I love getting those messages when people say that. Yeah. So I feel like we, we have, we've got good genes for that. We've accomplished our goal and so much more. Uh, big thanks to everybody for being here. If you like what you hear, you can actually show your actual support for said thing at patreon.com slash core show that's patreon.com slash core show that is how we finance the show entirely and we'd really appreciate your support if you haven't thought about it maybe think about it and if you have already i already love you guys so thank you very much for your support and help go find out what that's about at patreon.com slash core show for everything else we're at frogpants.com slash core if you want to leave a voicemail like that smooth voice dude who hates uh, league call 801-471-0462 and leave us a voicemail or you can go to the website and just click on the contact link and send us an email. That'd be fine too. We are at core pod, John underscore Jagger, Scott Johnson and Bo Schwartz on Twitter for everything else. Go to frogpants.com. That's going to do it for us, for me, for Bo, for John, for all of you. We'll see you next time. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. No, nobody should poo on another person's face. <laughs>